and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with James Farley. Hey. Matt Murray. Hello. And Sean Bell. Yeah, that, what, what, what was that for? What? What was what I don't for? Know, you just said it like I was in trouble or something. Like... Mate, <laughs> someone's paranoid. Someone's, <laughs> someone's stolen something from what Matt's house. What has Shawnee done? Do <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oh, what are you, what are you getting my boat for, mate? I haven't stolen anything. I have got I'm a PSVR, fuck off. <laughs> I didn't nick any of the... the um... Oh, did Matt, have they paid you for the pizza yet? Yes. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah, we did it while but we were still there. Pizza payment oh, sorted you? out. Nice sort. And and did you get my tenor off of Mark that turned yeah, up ate the pizza? Everything sorted. <laughs> is it? Of course it is. Because I know, I know Mark run off with my tenor, and I know Mark listens to this. And if <laughs> you listen, Mark, you run off with my fucking tenor, mate. <laughs> Everyone's paid for. Pizza's been eaten. I'm still yet to pay for it properly, but it's done. Oh, good. It was good last week, wasn't it? It was really good. It was. I really enjoyed it. And uh, excellent host, uh, Matt. Um, yeah. my, you guys, I didn't even tell you about my favourite bit of the weekend, and that was driving up the A3 with James Farley while having fucked the police by NWA blasting out <laughs> the speakers <laughs> and watching him try and accept it, <laughs> but also trying that. to ignore it. Don't you remember it? I don't remember that I, at all. I kept looking over at you and you were sort of like grinning out of the window, <laughs> like the boring cunt you are. Sorry, I don't remember that at all. I, I, do, I do remember that guy, though, that kept on like slowing down every time we came to like gantries. That was funny, but cameras. almost... Yeah, yeah, almost impossible to describe on the on the podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that story to us, I think, James. Um, right, yeah, um, just thanks to everyone that uh, gave us some great feedback to last week's show. Um, a lot of people saying, are you going to do the same again? And trust me, we want to do the same again. Um, if we get the chance, we'll try and all meet up um, uh, for uh, the NX launch, because I think, <laughs> why are we calling it that? For the Switch launch. Um, but we'll come to all that. Like we, I'd love to do that again. It was really good fun. So uh, trust me, we, if if we get the chance, we will all be in the same room live streaming again because that was great. Um, Matt, did we have any f- notable feedback? Because I think someone's written down something on the Google Doc that I don't know. Seemed pretty angry. Yeah, I mean, um, we we got <laughs> loads, of, loads of loads of positive feedback about that live show, um, and then we had some less positive feedback on YouTube. <laughs> well, what, this, what happened? Because I know what happened. It was less positive. It was just kind of factual. You know, it's I was I was fine with it. It didn't bother me. Okay, it didn't bother me. I go on, just tell it. Yeah. No, Sean, you put this down, right? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, sorry, I thought you were asking that. Uh, No, no, basically, someone I can't even remember how it was worded now, but someone just commented on the YouTube video, just going like, "Ha! I thought Dave was fat, but actually James and Sean are. That's hilarious." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which it is see that, but, that that wasn't so bad I don't mind that it was being described as being less weaselly that, that I was <laughs> I was less pleased about that one that, that was it just, no it amused it, it, it hasn't upset me um, it just amused me because it's it's like we're already like we're back into that thing of the listeners thinking they can join in and be like oh, yeah let's fucking take the piss no you're not oh, my just, mate. Fuck just, off. Just, just the joke, my genuinely just thought that you needed to tell him. But like, I saw that <laughs> comment and then I noticed it was gone the next day. So, mm. well, who deleted it? That, that was me. Why? <laughs> I wanted to Why? delete it before Sean and for Sean and James saw it. But yeah, I mean, it's not often that I get complimented, but I saw that as a good compliment. <laughs> I thought Dave was <laughs> fat for you. To yes. It. And you know I would never take that away from you, Dave. Yeah, but we also, <laughs> but... We also don't need to fuel his ego like any further. <laughs> um, 
yeah, who cares? I, the one thing I will say, the one thing I will say about you, Sean, right, yeah, yeah. is what, the situation you're in now. You got some I like to describe as post-wedding weight, which <laughs> pre-wedding. I think weight, <laughs> everyone's had that, right? Yeah. Literally everyone. The, the moment the because what happens? You get married, and then for, you realise for the past six months, all you've spoken about with your now wife is the wedding. Yeah. So you, afterwards, you're sitting there going. I got nothing. You want a bit of cake? Yeah, fuck it. I'll have a bit of cake. I must have put on about three stone after the wedding. Literally, I look at the, the, the honeymoon photos and I think, I was never that person. And if I was, it was for a fucking day. Like, it was for, it was for that one day that that photo was taken. After then, I just stuffed my face. But so I, you get back on it when you've got stuff, stuff to talk about again. Like a little baby coming along, Sean. Come on, we're all the, waiting. The dog's doing the trick, mate. I'm doing shitloads of walking. I'm actually losing a bit again. Yeah? Yeah. But try Good. telling fucking YouTube that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't look bad. No one looked bad. I like I like you all the way you look. It's all good amongst us. I mean, it could be worse. We could be ones. women. Do you know what I mean? Like, they get Whoa, this shit. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, they get this shit all the time. Like, this is like, the, I think this is the first time I've ever been objectified as a male gangs personality if you could call it that um yeah yeah but they so get, they get judged nothing. all the time i see what you're saying but watch what you well watch how you word that before <laughs> could have been worse we could have been fucking women it's almost, it's almost Bell, if i do this on purpose isn't it dave <laughs> <laughs> for, for oh yeah sake, isn't it? <laughs> i forgot see sometimes strong, i worry sean. about you sean but yeah. fat's okay because you can get rid of that being weasley yeah. you can't yeah, that's true. That's that. a that's a deep seated yeah. personality characteristic. <laughs> <laughs> James the Weasel. Um, so yeah, so thanks to whoever uh, whoever posted that. I probably not thought about it since hitting enter, but it clearly played on some people's minds. Uh, Max more than anyone's by the sounds of it. Having to delete <laughs> that and censor our li- listenership because it's not the right sort. Of, we want you to engage, but we want you to engage in the right way. <laughs> Basically, yeah. If you're not good okay. enough to be a listener, don't bother commenting, basically. Expect <laughs> a high level of high quality of listener. I tell you something, this week has been fucking insane. And I'll be honest, I'm sitting down tonight, I've filled up a bottle of water. I've I'm making sure that I'm sat comfortably because I don't know how long this podcast's gonna be. It's um there's been a lot of stuff happening this week. Where do we begin? Should we do we start with game? Yeah, no, let's, get, let's got... go in small and then work our way up. Mm. I think we should, but yeah. then oh, but oh, yeah, okay, we'll we'll do that because then that'll give us some idea of, of how big this is. This is going to get. Um, so a listener um, highlighted this to us before it really broke across the internet. Um, I think it was Game Bristol tweeted about it the day before it all started that Game were um, going to let customers play on the PSVR to test it out and see if they want to buy it. For a but <laughs> in order to yeah, literally money. Um five pounds for te- was it five pounds for ten minutes? And then it was all up. it is ten so, minutes. Yeah, something like that. And then it was fifteen pounds for twenty minutes, I what? think. They've got a lot of pricing structure in place. <laughs> yeah, no, they have. There's, I, I can't remember the pricing structure, but it does go up. Five pounds for ten minutes, fifteen pounds for for uh, fifteen minutes makes no sense. Um, because so, you just do two ten minute sessions, Five wouldn't you, for cheaper? Is... But see now, now Matt's just thinking, why didn't I do this? Like, well, I could have made a there. killing on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. All I'll say, right, my stance on this 
is um, fuck game, fuck <laughs> everything they stand for. I hate the fact that they're our main representative on the high street for our hobby. You know what I mean? It makes me feel sick. Fuck the way that they prey on old people that don't know about games, that want to buy games in a shop because they want to talk to experts. Fuck the way they sell like these um, little warranties that are just not needed. The way they lie to sell them. I hate the way yeah, that's, they that's treat their customers. You, you probably can't say I, that. it's literally happened to me it's literally happened to me so I don't give a fuck to be quite honest with you they they literally told me that when they sold me my uh, Xbox 360 Slim they told me to my face oh uh, yeah you you need a warranty for this otherwise um, it'll cost you money to fix I said well not within the first year it becomes with you know there's an Xbox warranty warranty on it no they'll still charge you £70 just to take a look at it and I said Now, I'll stop you there because I know that's bollocks. Like, I know it's bollocks. Then there's the fact that they lied to um, uh, my father-in-law when he bought a wrestling game for his kid. They said, um, it's not the full, you know, it's not all of the wrestlers in this game. Um, You need to buy this version. It was like the DLC pack um, if you want to get all the wrestlers in the game. Failing to tell him that, hold on, yeah, those characters don't actually turn up until like, you know, after a few months when they finish doing them and releasing them and stuff like that. It's just, it's all shady. The stories Mm. I hear about the way they treat their staff, the way that it's all, you know, they they do the whole counting as you walk in and walk out. So, and then they compare that to how many sales are being done. They're just, they're a company that fucking infuriate me and I hate going there and I never buy anything in there anymore. And Mm. it, 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 it's so sad because when Game Station before Game before Game Station was bought out by Game, there was a genuine feeling of a, a celebration for our hobby and a friendly atmosphere and people that seemed to know what they were talking about in those shops. Um, and I still felt that they held on to that a little bit after they got bought out. But if there was one of the two that I wish that went out of business, it'd be fucking Game because. You know, GameStation fucking bullshit to me. They didn't treat their customers like this. And to turn around and try and sell a product and charge people to try it. You know, as someone pointed out on uh, RLLM UK forum, you don't do that with fucking cars. You know what I mean? You're buying a car. You get a free test drive, obviously. Like, this is ridiculous. It's it's just ridiculous. And I... It, it just fucking infuriates me, man. Game, can I, I've can got I no play time Devil's for that Advocate? company. Of course you can, yeah, go for it. Same deal in an arcade, no one would bat an eyelid. But are you buying an arcade? No. Are you looking to yeah, buy you, an arcade? You could are they looking to sell because, you an arcade? Because of the way PSVR is, PSVR is, someone might only want 15 minutes with it to be like, alright, okay, that was good. Cheers, bye, done. It's it, Yeah, it's whether it's like it's the fact that it is a shop that makes it distasteful what really what gets me about it is that i don't trust any branch of game to like have like a nice like set out area or like a separate room in which to do this you're just going to be on the shop floor and you're going to feel really awkward and horrible and i just can't imagine it being in any way enjoyable really did you hear did you hear their reasoning behind it no their their, um their excuse they said they needed to charge for it, a charge for it, so they can afford a member of staff to control it while <laughs> you plan it. Utter fucking horseshit. So wait, for starters, so it's five pounds no ten minutes. So is that is that person getting yeah. thirty quid an hour? Yeah. Is that, is that yeah. they're hiring is it, more staff as well? You know, like to, to do that. It's like yeah. it's uh, there's, just there's, just to go back. Uh, it's five pound for ten minutes or fifteen pound for thirty minutes, which is still 
Well, again, yeah, like same. you're looking at you, yeah. yeah, thirty pound an hour. Are, yeah. are they paying anyone thirty pound an hour? No. Will they be? But will they be hiring staff to specifically look after this thing? No. Load of old shit. They want to get some money back, and I get it, right? A business is a business is tough at the moment, and you need to get get you need to get money in any way you can. Treating your customers like shit is not the way to do it. And the way I see it, putting a putting a price on this five pound for ten minutes. That's treating your customers like nothing other than a way to try and eke money out of them. You see, I, I mean? wouldn't There's... like. I'd, I'd be intrigued to see if Sony are actually all right with it because is this not they technically? Are. Apparently, using... it's been oh, really? okay because to me this yeah, seems uh... like taking something that you know you buy with like a a you know a, a, a license for personal use and they're making it public. Do you know what I mean? And they're pr- and like they're yeah, essentially but... renting it out, which is like a whole different licensing deal. Yeah, so Sony have agreed yeah. that um, they can do so if the money can be put towards buying one. Right. So if, okay. So if you pay your fifteen quid and then decide you want one, you get the fifteen quid off. Yeah. But but what what uh, what weirds me out? What, what annoys me a little bit, right, is that if Sony want to sell these things and they're allowing game to do this, they need to be fucking sure that game are going to set the headset up right for the person. Yeah. Because. Put people if off. they put it on, if they put it on, and as we we learned last week, if you put it on slightly wrong, you ain't seeing shit all on the screen, right? It's blurry, mm-hmm. and uh, what's what's stopping someone trying it and going, oh no, it was all blurry, I couldn't really see anything, it was shit. Like th- that will put them off by. <clears throat> For me, that's like what happened to Cammy, isn't it? Mm. Cammy, yeah, uh, Cammy on last week's so I mean, I was just since he said he went to see, he went to try the Batman demo. And oh, that's right. He, he yeah. was basically saying it is like blurry as hell, it, and that, that, that was like an official Sony demo. And they said, "Oh, it's fine." And I think I think Cammy asked if he could tighten it up or change it, and they were like, "Oh no, it's, it should be fine as it is." And it basically ruined Batman for him, and he he wasn't really bothered about PSVR after that. So, I mean, but yeah, it's it's, it's totally right. You need to make sure that uh, it's, it's a good experience for you, and and that staff know what they're doing. I think there's already been pictures people post on Twitter of, or maybe could be game themselves have tweeted pictures of people trying out a demo in stores and you can see even just from the picture that this person i think it might be a kid actually or, or whatever hasn't got the headset even on correctly it's it just looks it weird and no doubt that would blow as hell and they'll say this is rubbish i'm not bothering um so yes it's a it's a bit of an issue really mm. well i'm just kind of surprised that sony have uh, like agreed to it i do yeah. I, if if I was working at Sony, I'd want to make fucking sure that the, the, they were getting the best possible experience that they can. And I know that they're struggling to try and sell these things, but from my understanding, there are other retailers that are offering this shit for free. You know what I mean? Oh, and that's what, struggling to sell that's what makes it even... No, no, sorry. They want to push this in the biggest way possible, and the best way to do it is to get people to try it out. Yeah. You put that behind a pay barrier... You know, you're handing that over the responsibility of someone demoing your unit, and I don't, I don't think <laughs> fucking game have proved to us in recent years that they're capable of doing that in a a friendly manner, b a manner that actually works. You know, it, I, I just hate it. It's just another thing that game are doing that just that just make me go nowhere near that place. I just, mm. it's awful. And as I said, the only thing that I hate, like truly hate about it, because at the end of the day, you can sit back and say, well, I'm not going to do that, so it doesn't affect me. I've got the option not to pay £5 to try a PSVR in their store. I understand that mentality. The only thing that upsets me is the only large game retailer in, apart from, say, the second-hand stores like 
um, computer exchanges and stuff like that. The la- you know, the biggest game retailer in in on the high street in England, and I don't know if they're they're in. Did they have it in Scotland and Wales and stuff? I think they have them in Wales. I don't yeah, know. Sure I don't know. Do. Basically, yeah, they have like GameStop <laughs> in Ireland, don't they? It's like it's what, I'm, what I'm saying is that you've got them representing our hobby, and when I go into a place like that, it feels, you know, it's an expensive hobby in the first place, especially for people that like, um, uh, you know, playing, uh, like watching films or, you know, reading books. I mean, uh, it's a pe- pathetic comparison, but it is an expensive hobby. Mm. I get that. To make that more expensive and to add all these little charges around the thing, just I don't think it represents what, what I want this thing to be, what I want this medium to be. Mm. And, um, yeah, it just it pisses me off because I think there's going to be people that get... Maybe, I don't know, maybe they're not going to get put off by the medium completely by walking into a game, but it certainly feels that way to me whenever I walk in there. They're not you know nice I mean? places, are they? Well, they are a lot. I mean, like you said, I, mean, I, I haven't been in one for ages because, actually, that's a lie. I usually go in there to get street passes. But apart from that, <laughs> apart from that, You can just walk though, past it, James. You I know, exactly. You could, just, you could just do that. It's fine. <laughs> but there's not really, I don't really see any reason to go in there anyway because everything's so expensive. You know, you just look on Amazon or whatever, it's much, much cheaper. I don't know why anyone would even go, go in there. I mean, they were nearly, weren't they close to being finished like about a year or two years ago? Twice. They, 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 it was more recent than that as well. They, it's they, like, it's they like every from... every generation, isn't it? There's a, there's a lull sort of towards the end and then they start dying and then a see, new half of the, the generation is, was, comes out and pulls them back down, in. I was thinking of putting down like a deposit for like the Switch, but like gamers seem to be ah, the only place that. that are doing it, and it's but like why would you? That makes no sense. Why would you put? What do you mean? You well, mean why would you put pounds in the, the, the pockets of game when you don't need to pre-order exactly. it now? Well, exactly. I mean, there's there's no because the thing is is for the pre-order, so just in case you know, because you don't know what the allocation numbers are going to be like, you know, all that kind of stuff. But then also, like you said, doing it with game, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because you don't even know if they're going to be around, like. By the time, well, okay, they'll probably be around by March next year, but you know, it still is a bit of a, of a get of a gamble. If I ever pre-order a console again, it'll be with Shop Two. Yeah. Um, I pre-ordered with Tesco last time, and although they totally delivered, it was like it was just such a ball ache going with a supermarket who's, you know, they don't really. They, obviously, they sell consoles, so they do care, but it's not their sort of expertise. Like I told you that famous story about when I went famous. I told you that story famous. about when I went to Tesco's at midnight and went to the game section, and it was twenty past midnight, and the store manager come up. I went, "Sorry, mate, why are you standing here?" <laughs> oh, the, the PS4's coming out. All right, better, better unlock the stock room then. <laughs> like they just didn't know, and uh, you wouldn't expect them to. They're fucking supermarket. Um, so yeah, I think Shop Two are my boys now. They're the, they're the ones I'll be using from now on. Um, yeah, it's just sad to see, man, because they're they're the ones like people go, oh, you know, my kid wants a computer game. Who sells computer games? Well, game do, and then they go in there and then see that sort of shit. It's just like. I don't know. Fucking makes me feel sick, to be quite honest with you. Anyway, that was the first story this week. Um, I suppose the next up is Red Dead. Oh, do we yeah. have to do it this way? This is torturous. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Well, I think, surprisingly, I'm more excited about the Switch than I am Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, definitely. Which is, which yeah. is crazy. We, you know, 
uh, Rockstar games are insane, and Red Dead Redemption was one of my favourites. So I should be more pumped for this, and I am pumped for it. Don't get me wrong; I don't, I'm not negative on this game at all. But uh, but yeah, the Switch blew me away. We'll get to that. Um, what do we think then? Red Dead Redemption Two, Matt. What were your thoughts? I think the trailer looks amazing. Yeah, it looks brilliant. I didn't actually finish the first one. Um, what? So I want to go back and do that at some point. Um, but yeah, I think it looks fantastic. It looks really good. I'm obviously currently, like many people, watching Westworld at the moment on HBO. Yes. So I'm very much in the sort of um, Wild West you know, um, frame of mind right now. And yeah, it looks fantastic. It looks, it looks like a next-gen uh, Red Dead, and I'm interested to see what happens. Have they actually confirmed anything about the story yet? I mean, we've sort of got this idea that it's a prequel, right? Yeah, um, they've said nothing. I mean, obviously, all we know is that the 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 teaser pictures before they actually dropped the trailer was that there were seven seven characters in the shot. Um, but that's 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 all we know. Uh, and obviously, people have been picking apart the trailer, but there's there's been no, no confirmation and nothing about about who's in it, when it's set, where it's set. Um, yeah, because I I kind of think um, it, the mentality of uh, freaking out about it being a prequel rather than completely new characters and stuff. I, I can't get on board with that. And I think maybe that was because I was I was like that with um, when Walking Dead 2 announced that, Series 2 announced that they were going to go with Clem, Clementine again. Um, and I was kind of like, no, don't do that. Fuck that off and do new characters. They, that story was perfect. And it turns out that they, they knew what they were doing and I should have shut my mouth. And I think with Rockstar, I think they've probably got the respect to be able to just let do what they want at the moment. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't mind seeing John Marston again. I, I, I mean, of course, by the end of Red Dead, I'm not going to spoil it for you, Matt, if you're going to go back for it. But um, his story was was done. So um, I understand some of the concern, but I... You know, I'm not going to not buy it because it's a prequel rather than, or, or we think it's a prequel rather than um, uh, than a completely new story. Um, not only that, the only thing that does bug me out, like bum me out a little bit, is that if this is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption, probably calling it Red Dead Redemption Two is not gonna, <laughs> it's not the <laughs> best title to go. But I, I was actually really disappointed that it was called Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I was hoping for another because you know there's that whole thing about that this Red Dead Redemption was actually the second Red Dead game. Yeah. Because um, you had was it Red Dead Revolver was yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah. And um, it would have been nice if they carried on with just the, the Red Dead and then so, you know changing yeah. the third word of the title. Um, you know, it's a marketing thing, isn't it? I mean, they, they this is the sequel to that big game that everyone spoke about when it and, and raved about when it first came out. Yeah, they've, um, they've so Jedi knighted it. We have a, we've bored you about this. Yeah. Oh, so there was so back in the day what? there was there was a, a Star Wars first person shooter called Dark Forces, and then there was Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight, which did loads better, and then there was Jedi Knight Two <laughs> and Jedi Knight Three. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, they've, they've just they've done that, haven't they? Just because Red Dead Redemption was huge, they're maybe worried that if they just went with Red Dead something else, then maybe it's people would twig. Star, well, I know, I know, that's, but it just shows how just shows our little face they have, I suppose. But also, who yeah, cares? And, who really cares about that? I, I don't see. Really... I wouldn't hmm. care. I wouldn't care if it was it, like. I mean, if it is a prequel, which I'm pretty sure it has to be, especially the way the the time period it was set in Red Dead Redemption. Well, yeah, you like, couldn't go, you couldn't go any further forward in time, could you? Because it was the whole point could... was that it was like the very last days of yeah. the Wild West. Yeah, so. but I mean, you could technically say, okay, that was a week after that, 
Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and this story lasts about a week. Um, <laughs> but but like, uh, it is a bit weird to call it number two when it's like so you're going cool. back in time. It's just bizarre. But uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, the the shots that they sh- they were showing, they're saying it's it's grabbed from uh, a PS4. And to be fair to Rockstar, the um the stuff that they usually use in these trailers are pretty damn close to what's fully released, aren't, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't they don't go the route of U- Ubisoft that seem to really downgrade the graphics when when the game's finally out. These, I mean, if you look at the GTA Five release trailer or announcement trailer, it's not that far off of uh of what we actually had on the fucking 360, which is uh which is, was an incredible achievement. Mm. Um, yeah. Don't really know too much about the game, but how can you not be pumped after watching that trailer? Sean, what did you make of it? Um, I mean, yeah, like the trailer doesn't show a huge amount, as we know. Um, the The main thing that's intrigued me is, I don't know if you've seen, they've sneakily copyrighted Red Dead Online as well. So presumably they're doing the same thing they mean? did with GTA Five, where you know you have GTA Five, but then the online component was kind of like a separate thing, or at least that's how they wanted you to think of it. Um, so it looks like they're doing the same thing with Red Dead, and if so, fucking bang up for that. Like I hope it, so. I've just never, I've never felt that um, the online, their online stuff has lived up to the hype. Yeah, um, I really. See, actually, I love I've, GTA Online. Like, I've probably spent more time on that than actual GTA Five. You see, I've really? heard also that GTA Online, like since it came out, has like improved and improved and improved, and like now it's not really the same as it was when it first came out, and it's supposed to be really, really excellent. Yeah. No, I've 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 played it recently. I mean, we we played it a bit when we were doing um cutting stunts, didn't we, Matt? And it was yeah, still it was brilliant fun. The main it is brilliant fun. Don't get me wrong, but it it was just so such a pain to do anything that um you know even if you just wanted to wander around the world with your mates and fuck about it it made that a bit of a ball ache. Mate, I couldn't I just... couldn't install the fucking thing this week. I was going to talk about this later on, but I'll just do it quickly now. I deleted GTA 5 off my hard drive a while back just to save up 80 gig or whatever it was. Free up 80 gig. Um, turns out, like, if your disc isn't fucking spotless, that game will not reinstall. Oh, really? Yeah. I had to, and, and, <laughs> and every time it fucks up, it just, like, crashes. And then you, you have to, like, uninstall everything and start again and repatch it, which is another 12 gig download. Did that about four times. Ouch. Um, I should, yeah, uh, <laughs> going back to the game thing. Fair play to him. Went in, paid three quid, repaired the disc, and it worked. Did not expect oh. that to happen. I, I just, I was fucking desperate. I was like, Do you know what? I'll try anything at this point. Yeah, let's, but did let's... they use a single uh, CD wipe that they got from Pound Down next door? It went in some machine, and then it came <laughs> out, and then it worked, and it cost me three pounds. <laughs> Don't trust him, Sean. <laughs> um, so yeah, less of that bullshit with Red Dead Two, please. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, we got the digital versions, didn't we, Matt? Stand well, that's the smart thing installed. to do, I now realise. Um, I did have a quick go on the, just to sort of go back to GTA Online, um, the new bikers stuff, bit wank. I feel like they've pretty much run out of ideas at this point. Um, yeah. But I think it's been pretty well supported, considering considering it's free. And like all the, the add-ons, like you could feasibly earn enough money in-game to pay your way into them. You didn't have to buy any... Yeah, I mean, it was well supported money. because it made them so much money, and that's yeah. fair enough. I never, I never went into GTA Online th- feeling that um, it was trying to strangle me for my cash. Yeah. Like it, it, it felt pretty fair. The only thing that I'm saying is that you know, to do anything in that game was just a ball ache. You know, go- going okay, let's do cunning stunts. All right, well, I've got to drive here, and now I've got to invite you, and 
I'm going to invite everyone in this current server. Oh no, only six people have turned up. Oh, you know, it was just everything. Just it was yeah. not slick. So and you- if I want, as I say, if I wanted to go around shooting people and having a laugh with my mates, chances are there'll be another four or five dickheads in the in the server just running me over every five seconds. And so it's I'm kind of like that. It's become oh more and more God. like an like an MMO. It's like that's kind of the way they've sort of gone with it. Nah. Is that right? Nah, I think I think I think that was the 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 hope, but. I mean, I've not certainly not seen any of that stuff. You know, the the buying, the idea of buying your car and owning it, and it, you know, insuring it and stuff like that, sounds like a good idea. But in practice, it was so so picky, and the game was so manic online anyway that none of that shit mattered to me. It never hit home with me. I didn't give a shit. If someone stole my car. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just grab another car. I, I don't know. It just that I could see what it was trying to do, which is the same as what. You know, it's sort of an evolution of what Red Dead tried to do online. But as as Sean pointed out, the best times you have on Red Dead on, online is when you're just dicking about with your mates. Same yeah. with GTA 4. My favourite GTA 4 online moment was the two nights that me and Matt so just went back to it and started trying to to do all the glitches and see all the Easter eggs. <laughs> like, that night was... Do you remember that, Matt? Just doing the swing thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the swing thing, definitely. Yeah, it was just that that stuff was what, what I enjoyed the most about GTA Online, not all of this shit that's dressed around it to try and make it feel more real and sort of, yeah, RPG-like. Um, well, I, I did really like calling stunts. I thought that, you know, we had a lot yeah, of laughs over that, over that week. We we played that. Did you play any? I but, know we'll get back to to Red Dead in a minute, but Sean, did you try any calling stunts? Stuff? I didn't actually. No, I. This is the weird thing about GTA Online is you know when when they add a new thing, it's never like you never load it up and it's like, bah, go and do this now. It's new shit. You should be really interested. You have to kind of like seek it out. Yeah, Weird. seek out and really, really piss poor menus and really yeah. slow. <laughs> That's oh. what I'm saying. The problem with calling stunts is that it was so much fun. But you spend way too much time in menus rather than actually racing. You basically you know, spend about and, half your time in menus waiting for it yeah. to load. And yeah, the half you play is brilliant. But in like two or three hours of, of gaming, it's like an hour, an hour and a bit. If if that's just loads of fanning about waiting for other people to join, even mm. though you know this this game is maybe like played by you know, I, I, you know hundreds of thousands, if not millions, you know, for, for, from, from what, what you gather. But yeah, it's just hard to feel like thirty people in a server. It's weird. Yeah, um, James. Anyway. What, what uh, like have you played Red Dead yourself? Yeah, I loved it. It's. Um, Did you finish it? Yeah, of course. It's fantastic, isn't it? But yeah, like, it's, it's an amazing. So game. what? What do you hope? Like, what are you hoping for this uh, prequel? Well, <laughs> I'm gonna go if we go with that. I'm kind of hoping it is going to be a prequel because I'd like it to go a bit further back, actually. Because I think from what I remember, Red Dead Revolver was was further back. It was um, and I really like that. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping it's going to be a prequel. I don't and really you... want. I don't really want. I, I I'd be happy with more of the same in the terms of like structure. But I but I'd like something that was set a bit a bit further back. And what do you make of the trailer? Um, it's a nice trailer. I mean, it's it's like the GTA Five one. I mean, it looks it looks really great. I mean, it looks amazing. I don't know really what to say about it. To be honest, I mean, it was kind of exactly what I wanted. But um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. At this stage, it was something that just confirmed it was coming out, and you know, looked nice enough to get you like excited. That was it. And uh Rockstar, as we've said a million times before, one of their strongest things are are, are getting people hyped for their games. Like yeah. 
the way they present their adverts, the music they use, the, you know, the shots that they use. They know exactly what they're doing with this shit. And uh, yeah, they absolutely nailed it again. I can't mean, wait for going going by their track record of what's like they've released like over the last couple of years. I'm not worried at all about it. I think it'll be it's going to be great. You know, it's um, yep. yeah. I, I will say agree regarding more. the online I mean, on on the website, they say that the atmospheric world will provide the foundation for a brand new online multiplayer experience. Now, mm. do we when they say brand new online multiplayer experience, do we mean just in terms of Red Dead? I mean, or do we think it's actually going to be a departure from what they did with GTA Online? Do you think it's going to be brand new in terms of you haven't even done this in a Rockstar game before or it's just brand new? It's just like a, a more of a GTA Online style game but for Red Dead. I think it's going to be, be to- mad. I think it's going to be totally follow the GTA Online stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. I, I think they'd be mad if they didn't. They made so much money from that fucking thing that <laughs> why would they change it? And, and, and not only that, they seem to say that about every... Like, they say that about all their games, like the online elements are all of their games. They were even saying that with Max Payne. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. it's, uh, right. yeah, that's not a new claim from Rockstar. But yeah, I, um, I do remember playing Red Dead multiplayer in the first week it came out and we had like an amazing, we had an amazing time, but then it, it very, very quickly just became not fun or people really good. But I do remember me and you, Dave, playing in the first week and seeing like other people bombing towards us on horses and like, oh my God, and it had like a massive shootout and it felt really good and exciting and new, but... After that, I, yeah, just, it, it quickly fell apart. Uh, so that's the thing, yeah. It was the same as with GTA Online. It was like, oh, imagine if you're just like roaming about and then there's just other people and, oh, it'd be amazing. Except no, because other people are dickheads and they just shoot you yeah. and it's not fun. Yeah, so that, yeah. that and the other thing was like, yeah, we could go on missions together, but the missions were all just like, here's a bunch of shitty AI enemies, <laughs> clear them out. Yeah. And that was that, you know, it didn't really have that. The, the, Can I mean, you it, imagine... If it has like bank robberies, like the heists in GTA, yes. like, oh god, so that, I, I, that would be will. amazing. Yeah, you say that it took them long enough to get it done in GTA. Didn't <laughs> it? Yeah, but it's done. I will say so. I haven't finished Red Dead, and it, even though I do remember loving it, but I think maybe when I started playing, I think Battlefield Three might come out recently after that, or whatever. Whatever happened, I stopped playing it. Um, god, you made the wrong but, choice there. But I would like to go back. But I, but I, I will say one thing about Red Dead is I love the atmosphere, I love the characters and story. Everything was great, but the fundamental difference between this and GTA is in GTA, I love, I just love the feeling of bombing around in the car. That feels really fun. I just didn't have the same sense of, it didn't, same sense of fun of just going around on a horse. I didn't enjoy that as much as just going fast in the car, going weaving in out of traffic. Um, yeah, but it's like it's like exploring this like massive like you know sort of vistas and scapes and stuff. It's brilliant that was like, on the horse. Yeah, yeah you don't it get was, that. Yeah. I do remember having some funny side side missions and stuff. You feel like you're exploring. It was it was brilliant. Mm. Also, what, what was interesting you... was that, sorry. like, sorry, with with Red Dead Redemption is that, like, they actually figured out that in a like in <laughs> by putting a horse in a game, like in an open world game, there were weird ways in which it was actually more convenient. In that, it kind of made sense that you could just make your character whistle and his horse appears. <laughs> like, <laughs> whereas with GTA, they hadn't yet. You know, like with GTA Five, they sort of had to add the whole like, oh, and you can phone your mechanic and he'll bring a car out, and that takes <laughs> yeah. a like it's actually <laughs> yeah. clunkier, even though a car is obviously far more advanced than a horse. It was like in gameplay terms, it was like a horse was more convenient. It was weird. Yeah, because you could just whistle down your horse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, except say... for running around in the road hoping you don't get hit while you're looking for a car that isn't total shit <laughs> in yeah. GTA. It was it was really fun in Metal Gear having a horse, and actually I really enjoyed that. Just like yeah. using a horse to traverse the landscape. So maybe, um, maybe I'll, I'll enjoy Red Dead 
uh, Red Dead 2 and enjoy that or, or you know if I go back or have time to go back to the first Red Dead maybe I will also enjoy the, the horse travel but um uh, and we can all hope that there's going to be a live stream of um Capone Adam <laughs> skinning away all night <laughs> I, I, think, I think Adam's, Adam's already tweeted today saying, I hope there's a proper achievement for skinning a thousand horses this time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, hope, I hope there is too, Adam, for your sake. Good. Right. Okay. Should we get to it then? Because this is the big one. Yeah, go Big bullshit. So uh, our little WhatsApp group went a little bit mental <laughs> when Nintendo suddenly announced with what can only be described as the creepiest announcement image <laughs> I've ever seen <laughs> in my announcement life. image, though, is not new. Like, do you know where that was from? And it was actually even creepier when they first used it. No. Okay, this is a bit, this is really weird, because obviously I follow like a lot of what Nintendo have done, especially the stuff that they've done for kids and everything. This Okay, this isn't a kid's thing, though. This is just weird. They, what they did... Okay. Was, <laughs> no, no, originally... What I'm they worried did, where this is going, no, James. No, they, they hey, what, why do I thing. feel scared right now? <laughs> no, because James they, is off the leash. They tried. Okay, they... <laughs> sorry, that's my general. Anyway, they tried to do this thing where they did this thing called like Nintendo Girls Club, right? Where what? they were trying to just they they had like a channel on YouTube where they were like trying to sort of show off games that were like suitable for girls. This was like the terrible idea they had, and that was the picture they used when they were when they were launching it. <laughs> I'm not joking. It was it was really weird and creepy, and then it came was it back cropped? again. Mm-hmm. Was it it was it cropped? There was more to the image, and just oh, that. yeah, there was more. There was more to the image because what I, was in the image? I can't. See, I don't want to say because I I I vaguely remember it being somebody actually in the room, and Mario's like watching them, but I I don't, <laughs> I don't quite remember, and I don't want to say that's definitely what it was because I can't remember, but it, it sounds like it was. But seriously, it was it was a Nintendo Girls Club. It was really odd. Like, and they they launched it with that picture, and I because I tweeted it, and I was like, "What is this? This is really super <laughs> creepy." But then it's back again. They've like thought, "Okay, we'll we'll use this as a sneak peek." You know, it's the, the idea. So weird. The announcement was for the NX. We we actually um, made some predictions, didn't we, about uh, what what the um, what was it? The color, yeah. The name. And what the first game was being shown. And when it we also out. had release date. Yeah, when it would come out, yeah. Yeah, we also had release date and we had um uh oh price as well, didn't we, of course. Now obviously not all of that was announced, but but let's go through uh what we said. James Farley came out with I would say this is the worst <laughs> prediction for the name. <laughs> the Nintendo Entertainment System. Why not? Because they've already released something called the Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> System, James. That is insane. Um, you said it was going to be white, so you were wrong there. Yeah. You said the first game they were going to show on it was a new Mario game. You were wrong there. Two ninety nine they didn't announce, and you said Christmas 2017. So all yeah. in all, not a single prediction yeah. right. Me, I said the Nintendo P, right, which I didn't realise was a stupid thing. Oh, and they called it the Wii. This a P is also a name for urination. <laughs> so that wasn't the thought process. It was supposed to be Nintendo Portable, but there you go. Um, I, so I was wrong on that. White, I was wrong on that. New Mario game, I was wrong on that. Uh, Two ninety nine didn't announce it, and March twenty seventeen. So one for me, I believe, because they they did announce it, it was March, definitely yeah, March. Yeah, they right? did say that. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So considering that Matt went spent all. <laughs> <laughs> all last week, going, 
I told you, it ain't going to be March. Yeah, I fucked up there. It was beautiful. Uh, Sean Bell went for the Nintendo Excellent. Okay. <laughs> He Come also on, said, that's worse than mine. That's it's terrible. Yeah, mine was he a joke, said, James. <laughs> <laughs> he also said white, um, which is wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, he also said Mario first, which yeah. again was wrong because yeah. it was Zelda. Yeah. Um, Two ninety nine wasn't announced. Twenty uh, fourth of March, twenty seventeen. Now I suppose we better give you that. What was did they did they haven't have they said an actual date? I can't nah, remember be... if I pulled that out of thin air. I think that's the Zelda date, isn't it? Yeah, I've seen a few people say 24th as well. It'll be March the 10th, won't it? Because it's like Mario, you know. Hey, nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, either way, you put March 2017, so I'll give you that. Matt was a fucking nightmare about the whole thing. I don't know if you were trying to be funny in the WhatsApp group or if you were, what was you, what your deal was. Oh, it's going to be rose gold or black or white or pink. Or, shut up. Just give me a fucking colour. Okay, black or white. No, <laughs> just give me a, a fucking colour. You can't just say black or white. Like, that's not a prediction, is it? This is, we're going to have to sit down and actually discuss what predictions are Matt. Look, you've got to you were like this before the fucking E3 show as well when you were going oh I think they're going to announce something that, or maybe that Like, don't worry like that be fucking solid with them I, anyway, I, I still think that Resident Evil VR thing was mine but whatever no, not, not bothered. N- Nintendo Knee yep. was Matt's <laughs> prediction wrong why um, wrong knee, if I can explain knee is a Japanese word for two and I thought like two mm-hmm. uses knee it's like we yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense there's some sense. Uh, well, yeah, clearly. Um, it's called Switch. Um, white, no. Mario, no. Two, right, again, this is it. Give us a price. What what price? Two ninety nine for the basic or three forty nine <laughs> for the pro version. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, September 2017. So the only ones that got points out of that was me and uh, Sean with our March 2017 uh, prediction. So well done, Sean. Cheers. We win. Um, Do I get any so more points yeah. if it is the 24th? What's that? Do I get any more points if it does actually turn out to be the 24? Let me just check my rule book I've got here. Okay. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the video was shown off. Uh, it's called the Nintendo Switch. It's a sort of... It's. It looks like... It's, this is a shit way of describing it, so I apologise, but it's, it sort of looks like a tablet, where, but it's rather just a screen with... Um, uh, you've, you can slide two parts of a controller either end just like the Eurogamer rumours were suggesting um, and you can play it as a sort of you know a large it looks like a large PSP essentially um, and then when you get home you can slot it into this sort of cradle next to your telly and you can then play carry on playing your game on the telly by either picking up a pro controller or slotting the two parts of the controller out and using them either separately or connecting them using this sort of little block that seems pointless other than just connecting the two bits together. It's, it's um, called a Joy-Con grip. Come on, Dave, get it right. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it's called. It's weird, isn't it? Um, and uh, so I'll, I'll hang back a bit. I want to hear what our uh, resident Nintendo expert, Sean Bell, has to say for this <laughs> console. Uh, well, I I think they've already done a lot better than they did with the Wii U, right? Because with the Wii yes. U... It just, you know, like we, when we talked about this before, how confused it was. Like, we didn't <laughs> yeah. know if it was even a new console or if it was just a new controller. No one even knew if it and was a it fucking was like... co- People thought it was a pad. <laughs> <laughs> People thought it was a new pad. 
And then it was like, okay, so it could do like interesting multiplayer stuff. Can I have two of them? Oh, no. Okay. So it took a while to even get that answer out of them. And then it was like, oh, so it's cool because it does interesting off-screen stuff, but also you can play it when the missus wants to watch EastEnders. Um, but but you can't do, you can't do both. Surely, if a game, if you're going to be able to play a game off the TV, then it can't have any of those interesting dual screen functions. So it was like all these questions just came up like immediately. Whereas with this, it's just like there's a machine that will fucking play games and will fold into my life in numerous ways. Not on a plane or having just played basketball. <laughs> or just before I'm about to, you know, play professional Splatoon. Though I am up for that if anyone wants to sponsor me. Um, but just in general, like, I just feel like it's going to be so fucking versatile. And and that just feels obvious from the trailer. Even though the examples given are extreme and a bit ludicrous. Um, it's just of like, course, yeah, of course that's going to be Because they've, they've got to make it look good. They're not going to show a, a little nerd in the back of a Ford Man- Mondeo <laughs> that does Ford Mondeo. You know, going to their nans and playing it there, are they? They're, yeah. they're, they're gonna put in stupid scenarios. So, you know, whatever. It got the point across. Exactly. You know, yeah. got- and it just makes fucking sense. And the, th- you know, like the using each half of the the controller as their own little controllers looks uncomfortable, but still as just like a little solution. Like if I just want to play Mario Kart with my wife or whatever, that's enough. Like, I'm more not... importantly, if my son wants to go around his mate's house who hasn't got one, yeah. you know, you ain't going to have to buy two controllers. Yeah. There's going to be games that you can they can just break off each bit of the controller and exactly. play between Exactly, like the them. number of games you know, on like the PS4 that I haven't played in local multiplayer because I haven't got fucking 50 quid for another pad. Like, that's, that yeah, is a barrier. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it it's is. nice to have that. You know, it's a bit of a... It's not a perfect solution, but it's just, it's there. Why, you know, and that's good. <laughs> well, this is it. This is the thing with the video, isn't it? You watch the video and it just told you things constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, it told you, look, you can play this as a PSP type thing, mm-hmm. or you can, it's got a little kickback stand yeah. and then just play it with a pro controller, or you can play it separate. Like you can unplug the bits on the side and use them separately. So you don't have to carry that. Joy, what was it called? Joy-Con Joy-Con. Yeah. <laughs> Around with you. And like that's, um, that's another thing. Like People forget how nice it was like playing Wii games with just the Wiimote and the Nunchuck. How oh, nice it was playing games that didn't involve any motion stuff, but with those two controllers. And just no, being able to put horrible. your hands either side of you rather than having to like hold the- your wrists in a certain way and holding the pad in front of you. I really like that. Sean, I legitimately hated that. <laughs> I, I absolutely despise playing games that way. It was okay. horrible. Okay. I like the fact that I can support the control, the full controller with one hand and um, the amount of times I have to face palm when I do something stupid in a game wasn't possible on a Wii nunchuck and, uh, <laughs> and a remote. Um, uh, but yeah, whatever. If that's how you want to play your games, then fucking you've got the option to. You've, yeah. That's the point, isn't it? It's the options that are yeah. available. And for me, you know, I'm not the sort of person that's going to be sitting on a train playing on my uh, Nintendo Switch. However, I am the sort of person that would like a quick game before I go asleep at night. Mm-hmm. So getting into bed 
plugging some headphones in and playing the games that I would be playing on my main telly anyway in bed like that. It, that fits into my life perfectly. Yeah. Forgetting the stuff with, you know, Harry's going to be a little bit older and getting into games over the next few years. And to have the option for him to just take it about with him is big. Like, it's a fucking big deal for me. It's a bit, it'll be a big deal for him. Mm. I can see how this will slot into my life. And mm. th- that's what's exciting. Because when was the last time you were able to say that about, you know, a Nintendo console? Like, mm. even the 3DS... I, th- I think I still had questions about it. It turned out to be a very, very good console. And the, the first time I played it, I was sort of sold on it. Um, but the Wii U, not so much. The Wii, I guess. But then we still had the concerns about the main... Like, this, you will be able to play first-person shooters on this con- on this Wii console. Mm. And that's not the be-all and end-all, but it's a fucking option. Yeah. <laughs> Where it hasn't been an option for uh, a while. Well, I guess it was for the Wii U, but... Um, yeah, they didn't really utilise that, did they? I'm in fucking Splatoon. Um, yeah, Matt, what, what you were your first for thoughts? about five minutes. You don't we're know anything about you, it. James. <laughs> we're getting to you, James. We're getting to you. Matt, what was your thoughts on it? I think I think it's really great. I was really impressed by the the trailer. Um, I, if I'm honest, um, I, I, that thing will probably stay in the dock for about 95 percent of the time. But I, mm. I love the fact that I've got the option mm. if I if I go travelling or go on a plane or whatever a, a long train journey, I can take it with me. I think I think that's fantastic. Uh, I've got tons of questions, but I'll ask them after, after Farley has it has his bit. But um, okay, then no, it looks really good, and um, yeah, I, I've I've got more questions than uh, than anything, but it looks really really interesting. Okay, so let's get. James out of the way, and then we can get to the real <laughs> chat. Come on. Well, I, I, I don't know what you want me to say. Well, okay, because I've, I've thought... I want you to be honest. I just want you to be honest. Okay, because, see, I've been thinking a lot about this since the reveal. And, like, <laughs> God. over the last weekend, I've been thinking about it a lot. And How have you slept? Well, no. It's, uh, that's <laughs> it, <laughs> Chen, I just can't stop thinking about the switch and how I can turn this into some sort of negative. I know. <laughs> no, 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 okay, no, okay, listen, right. I want to, no, I want to preface this right before, before I start telling, <laughs> saying some of this stuff, because I do want to bring some sanity to this. Okay. And to okay. actually think about this a bit as well. Because the thing is, right, is the reveal trailer. It, okay. First of all, I'm pro- I'm almost definitely going to buy one. Like it, that's definitely going to happen. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Almost definitely. Well, Surely okay, I'm, I'm literally definitely going to. I'm definitely going to buy one. It's definitely going to happen. Almost, almost but definitely. That trailer, it, it did leave a lot of sort of. I know the whole point is that it left unanswered questions because it's supposed to be like a <laughs> teaser. They're supposed to want to know more about it. But the thing about it that, I, that I, I'm curious about is that, okay, Matt, you didn't buy a Wii U, right? But no. you're really interested in this. Why? Yeah. Because what, 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 I didn't. I, 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 I loved my um, GameCube and N64 and loved my Wii. Uh, for the first year, like everyone else, and then um, Wii U, I just it didn't really interest me, and I I don't know when that even came out. Maybe I was buying, I was playing something else, and I didn't need it or didn't have the money. You've just said that if you buy one of these, ninety five percent of the time, the thing's going to be in the dock anyway. And yeah. what I okay, the thing is with the Wii U is I now feel like I've been beta testing this this machine for <laughs> like with the Wii U for like the next you know like you know for what this machine's going to be because this machine. I'm I'm really interested in it, and I really like what it does because I love the whole lot of screenplay. I love the whole thing that you can take it anywhere, but I don't see anything that's like really revolutionary about this. I mean, it's basically the same concept as the Wii U, but fixed. 
as in like you can actually take it anywhere because that was the biggest problem with the Wii U was the fact that it had like the tablet it had the thing you could take places but you couldn't take it anywhere I mean you had still had to be like sort of you know you had to be within five meters of the machine I mean what what I don't is understand is why you'd be interested in this concept but not in the Wii U because it's offering the same games like this, it from what we saw it's the same type of games the only difference is that this time you can take it places with you and that that's what i don't understand is like why the we the wii u was full of limitations it was full of questions and when those questions were being answered it was met with limitations and restrictions which limitations and restrictions tell me apart from the fact that you can't you couldn't take the pad out of the room What's why, what? why apart from that? Isn't that a huge yeah, thing? Yeah, it, I'm not. I'm not defending the Wii U, but what I'm saying is that when you look at the games and the way that you play the games, this is no different. Like this is really no different at all from the Wii U. This, this James, is the James, same. James, this is exactly you're the saying, same. You're saying you're saying say something that um, this can do that the Wii U can't, and then but saying apart from essentially the, the biggest yeah. thing yeah, yeah, the main thing is that you can take it away that's true which is really cool and that's really good and i really like that but what i'm saying is for the games there's nothing there that's like that's actually new though like we're still you're still it's still the same concept as the wii u it's just the fact that you can take it away which is I'm good think about this right why if you look at the playstation vita and you look at the 3ds both of these, I mean, I'm, the thing is, I'm not entirely convinced that people are going to care about the fact that you can, you can take it around the place. I, I really don't think that it's going to be a big thing. Because if, if you look at the 3DS, okay, it sold, it came out in 2011. And this was like, what was, mobile smartphones were still doing really well at that point, yeah? Was there like a big market for that, I guess, at that point? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so it sold it sold fifty seven million, which is obviously a pretty big number. But those year over year, that's declined. And if you compare it with the DS, which sold like one hundred twenty eight million, I mean that's it's insane, like the difference. I'm not convinced people really want to carry these stuff, these things around. Like I just, I just don't think that that's that's a major selling feature for this. And that's that that's what I'm a bit not disappointed with. But that's why I don't understand why people feel that this is really good. Whereas it's basically doing the same thing as the Wii U, it's just that it's like, not doing the same thing as the Wii U. It is doing the same though, thing James. as the Wii U. That's the whole no, point. No, the fucking options with this thing are totally different to what the fucking Wii U was doing. Yeah, well, not you can totally take it different. to someone else's house. I mean, that's that. What else can you do? Well, I don't know what. What were you expecting? What do you want it to do? Fucking, I like I, no, the thing I, with I, the I Wii U, right? Is the software. See... You're saying you're worried no, no, about no. the games and the ga- No, hold on. You've had your moment. Let me let me talk <laughs> now. You're saying you're saying about oh, it's the same sort of games. The games on the Wii U were fucking good. Yeah, they were. Right? We know that Nintendo have a high standard of developing good video games. They're they're fucking good at what they do. The problem with the Wii U is a the messaging, the marketing. So when the Wii U sold like shit when it first came out, a lot of third-party developers jumped ship. So, you know, all of a sudden you didn't have EA. EA have announced that they're on board with the Switch. They announced uh, they were on Switch. board with this at the beginning as well, of the Wii U. Yeah, as well I know, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Sales figures were so bad for the Wii U that they fell away. The third party, the major third-party third developers, they fell away because the sales figures were shit. That was mainly down to the um uh the, the advertising campaign, the announcements, the way they 
sort of try to sell this product to their audience that was a huge part of those third party developers going nowhere near it we know they're on board from the start for this they've always they've already done a insanely better job with selling this than they have um the wii u i mean i was showing my family at the weekend and they were like that looks pretty cool actually i like the idea of that secondly the this is essentially like you can look at this console as two at uh, two ways you could see it as a home console like matt clearly does and you can also look at it as those that were always going to get the next Nintendo portable console. So all those kids that sit there and play their 3DSs and all this sort of stuff, they now have the option to stick it in a slot when they get home and play it. So this, they're kind of capturing both audiences. They were not able to do that with the 3DS and the Wii U. They were separate consoles. You can't play your 3DS on your TV screen. You can't take your Wii U gamepad out and play that wherever you want. This covers both those bases. All right, it's an evolution of the Wii U um, idea, but it's what the Wii U should have originally been. Absolutely, And yeah. I think the idea behind it is still totally fucking relevant. I look at that thing and think, you know what? If I own one of them, I've got the option to take it with me on holiday and play it in wherever. If we're going in a hotel and you know the three of us are going away somewhere, I've got the option to take that thing, put the kickstand out, and sit and have a game with Harry wherever we are. I've got that option. I've not got that option to do that with a, a 3DS and a Wii U as it stands. That's the major difference here, and that's what they focused on, and they fucking nailed that message in that video. Again, it's only the announcement. Who knows what the launch games... The, the most important thing Nintendo needs to focus on now is having a decent lineup of games. Going by that trailer, there's certainly some decent games in the, in the works. The first 3D Mario for God knows how long. That looks like a completely new Mario Kart. Um, and then the stuff they've shown off of Zelda this week has just been stunning. Um I'm fucking excited, James. I, 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 see, I don't know how you can look at no, that no, no, and no. not see the difference. No, no, what, okay, what, what I say, I'm, tr I'm trying to explain what I mean here, right? I, I like the concept. I think it's really good. I'm just still bitter about that nobody bought the Wii U, to be honest. Because, <laughs> no, this is what this is all about. I, no, I'm bitter about that because there were so many really good games that came out on that that people were just like, oh, I'm not interested in that. I don't want to buy that. It's a kiddie machine. And then, like, now... This this has mm -hmm. come and it's pretty much the same concept and now suddenly people are like, oh this is really good I mean that's that's good I mean hopefully people are going to buy it but I don't know I just I was also hoping there would be a bit more to it than the fact that it's like basically an upgraded Wii U like is it it's it's what the Wii U should have been but I was hoping for something a bit more but like what what were like give me an example I don't know. What you were hoping a, for I'm not a hardware designer am I I mean that's like saying to me like after the GameCube come out you know if I said oh I wanted something different after the GameCube, and you saying, like, what? I wouldn't have been able to pre predict the Wii was going to come out. Do you not see no, what I mean? But I didn't, no, no, I get that, but I just don't... Un like, for me, I'm looking at this as potential. Like, the, the potential... Of uh, the, the potential and the options of what I can do with the Switch is... It's so much more than you can do with a Wii U that it, I get it. I like I, I get excited about it. I look at it and I'm thinking, yes, this slots in with my fucking life, and and it will let me do things with games that I have never been done before. I don't know what else you could hope for. I think what, the what thing that the thing that sort of sums it up for me, right, is I'm sure I've mentioned this before. 
I don't buy any indie games on the Wii U. I buy them all on the PS4 and the Vita, right? Because usually yeah. PS4 and the Vita, you can switch between them and you've got that freedom. You can play it on the TV, but you can cross-save and you can play it on the toilet, on the train, in bed, whatever. And I don't do that on the Wii U because although I've got the off-screen play, you can't take the controller anywhere. So that's that's already a thing to me. Now, imagine that extending to things other than indie games because you know because with the ps4 and the vita indie games are the only ones that generally you know you've got some sort of parity between the two formats they're generally going to look and play the same but that expanding to the new mario the new zelda fucking f-zero well and then you know and then other non-nintendo stuff fucking like it probably won't but can you imagine if destiny 2 came out on this fucking thing well, this is it, isn't it? Like, and the, oh the, the example I gave, <laughs> the example I gave is fucking Rocket League. Yeah. Imagine if Rocket League coming out on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be able to just sit and play Rocket League in bed, <laughs> I would never need to get out of bed again, Sean. <laughs> like to go to work and have a game of fucking Rocket League on my lunch break. Forget about it. Like that, it's just, uh, mate. I, I that gets me excited, and that's why. I'm so happy that they nailed that video, that they, they absolutely hit home what they wanted to show off about this console. Mm. They And they did that perfectly because they need to do more of that and they need a strong um, launch lineup to be able to get this, in, this product into people's hands mm. so that these third-party developers want to make games for it. That's important. It's fucking important. But also, the, um, the price is really important as well. It is, it is. yeah. And yeah. I think anywhere over 300 quid, then, you know, they're going to struggle. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be stupid enough to release a console over that price point. See, what, they, what? they never have, have they? They've never released a console at more than 299 have they? No, I don't think so. I think the most expensive... Actually, wasn't the Wii U 320? Like, yeah, the Wii U was more, I think. Was. I think, that, yeah, but to be fair, point. they're also the only console manufacturer to refuse to sell these things at a loss. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I just we know how good um, processing is uh, on a smaller scale these days. I, I'm I'm not too concerned about price at this point, but then you never know. Um, the most important, you know, the the most exciting thing that I thought about the uh, the way it looked was just incredible. I thought it, it I, I thought it looked like a genuinely attractive piece of hardware. It's which what everyone sort of envisioned if they did do a, a Wii U too, isn't it? Basically. Just yeah. again, it, all right. It's a it's a controller with a screen in the middle, but it just looks slick as fuck. One, one of the things that I'm wondering as about as well is this. Okay, this is not negative stuff, but I'm talking about you know like the. How, do we know for certain if it's got a touchscreen? Because no, that, they're refusing to comment I on mean, it. That's one of those things that yeah. would sound like it's if it's a if it's a tablet, it must have. But then if you think about like when you plug that into the dock, you're not going to be able to use that touchscreen anymore. So mm. that lost kind of functionality, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it kind of means that like dual screen gaming or whatever that Nintendo have been really like into for a long time looks like it's going away. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I mean, personally, I don't care if it's got a touchscreen or not. I do understand that that um that the younger generation these days kind of expect it. If you've mm. got a fucking screen in your hand, you're fucking touching it. Mm. Um, so I wonder how that will play. I think it definitely uh, will have one. Oh, the, the Nintendo always said that they haven't revealed all the secrets of Switch yet. Hmm. I, th- I think I'll definitely have it. Well, I mean, I saw like I... some people saying, like, oh, well, it's blatantly not going to be a touchscreen because it's got buttons. And it's like, 
Yeah, if, that's you, if you used a DS or <laughs> a 3DS or a Vita or a... <laughs> um, that said... Vita went even more mad with that awful back touch. Well, know, which was yeah, like... that's the thing I was going to say. I mean, yeah, the Vita's got those, but then how often do you actually use them? It's terrible, that well, this is touch. This is it as well. As, I mean, people can look at the Vita and sort of compare it to the Switch, but um, th- again, you're looking at limitations. The fact that it is missing four buttons is a huge deal. You mm-hmm. can't play the games that you want to play in exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. And of course, it relies on, on streaming, whereas... Um, Whereas the Switch doesn't, mm. it, you know, it looks like it's cartridge based. Nothing's totally been confirmed yet, but there was a cartridge being s- slipped into the back of the console. Mm. Um, so there was also the yeah. other thing that's a okay. I don't really, really don't want to just talk negative stuff, but there's also like, what do you think about battery life? Because according to like developers or whatever, they're saying it's about three hours. I mean, see, I yeah, because I I've been. I don't know if you follow Emily Rogers, James. Mm-hmm. Um, she... I want to, but she won't let me. So you know, oh, that's rude. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> is... no. She's got a private. No, explain... she's got a prior account that? private, so it's like you have to. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was open for a few days around the uh, the announcement, I think. But yeah, um, she. I don't even know. Like, I don't know what she does for a living. I just know she blogs a lot about Nintendo, and she seems pretty smart, and she seems to know things. <laughs> that are going on um, whenever there's rumours about she's always like she's up there with like Laura Kate Dale who always seems to get scoops on things um, she has been wrong quite a lot and she always she's always quite open about that she's like well, this is all bollocks until proven otherwise but yeah she, she did successfully call a lot of this um, I've forgotten how we got onto this about, about, battery, about life. battery life battery life that's right yeah she said she's hearing it's not great um, yeah, but I mean, based on what at the moment? Are we talking development uh, dev kits or well, what? We yeah, just don't know. I mean, we're talking dev kits, but apparently, like the design was pretty much final. Um, but I don't know. You can stick what, what, a what's picture in three DS. Um, Bash Life of the three DS. Um, yeah, yeah. What is that? It was shit to begin with, wasn't it? The original one. Yeah, the fucking now crap. It's- it's pretty good now, though. You get about, yeah. I don't know, about five or six hours or something like that of it. It's not well, bad. No. Right, okay. I would say that um, if they want to get around, like, say the battery life is genuinely shit, mm-hmm. if they want to get around that, make it chargeable via USB. That is huge, yeah. Um, again, th- again, this could all be bollocks. Emily's um, post mentions that it's got USB 3 and 2 yeah. um, ports on it. Um, and but, if you can charge it through that, then um, obviously it's not the perfect solution. The perfect solution would be a battery life that, did, that lasted longer. Well, yeah. Um, but let's face it, USB charging points are fucking everywhere at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're becoming standardised in cars and such. Yeah. So, and stuff. I didn't mean to say such, and such. That and that's such just, like. Just, I don't talk like that. You can't. You um, fucking, if you ever look at yeah. buying um, new plug sockets for your walls, you are pressed to find the ones that don't have USB sockets. In them. Yeah, I, I replaced yeah. a bunch of mine with those recently. They're great. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's good. I'm well, a nerd. What, what, yeah. do you want, what, what do you accept as the minimum battery life for this thing? It's got to be four hours or so, right? Uh, f- yeah, three or four I hours. Really, I'd say. like four hours. Yeah, I think that's really yeah. the minimum. What's, isn't it also that the controllers, like on the side, they also they're separate battery, aren't they? They've got their own batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'd have to. Yeah. So that's. But they fa- charge off. I assume they charge off the side of the screen, though. I assume they charge off the main unit. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why they've got three hours battery life. <laughs> <laughs> Supporting those things. Either way, um, 
I I just I could not be now. I I was blown away. I was so excited when I saw that video. And um, see that. And that, can, I, can I just say something? You say that I I am really excited for it as well. It's just that I wasn't uh, blown. I wasn't blown away because this. This is that sort of person. No, I wasn't blown <laughs> away because this is what they've been saying it was going to be for weeks and weeks and weeks before this. You know, like all the rumors that came out were this is exactly what it was going to be, and it, this is exactly what no, it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's hardly Nintendo's fault, is it? It's not. No, I mean, uh, well, as we know, like whenever we try and talk about rumors on here, you wouldn't let us. So that's maybe that's why you're more shocked than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I know. But what we can, can you think back to some of the fucking rumors you come out with? Yeah, like, on it, the lead like up it was going to use cartridges. I mean, it kind of does. It uses game cards. Yeah, yeah that's where the that's where the thing. But but there, there was one later on as well, wasn't there? That we had a massive row about. I can't remember what it was. I don't remember. Fuck. If anyone else remembers, I'm sure they'll tell us. (laughs) Yeah, let us know. I'm just glad Um, it's not that fucking oval thing that was. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, we knew that that was confirmed fake ages ago, but still, nice to just have it completely fucking buried. James, have you got it out of your system now? Yeah, yeah. this negativity. I mean, come on. It's not. I know it is. It is like negativity, but it's like I am genuinely excited for it. I really do want one because I love all that. You know, like being able to take it wherever. I mean, that's why I bought a Vita. Was so I could like start remote playing like my like games and stuff. So yeah, you got a Wii U. Why do you need this? Hey, it's the same thing, isn't it, Matt? Are you in it, <laughs> James? Cheap so it does the you same do fucking it, thing. You do better than that. It's, it's <laughs> I've got more. I've got more questions. So can you? <coughs> uh, yeah, let's let's go on to Matt's question. Matt's questions. So uh, obviously <laughs> they, they haven't revealed whether it's got touchscreen, but do you think the um, Joy-Con grip will have? Will that bring that be a touchpad? No. No. Yeah. Really, but it looked like it probably should be. Why? What made you say that? Because it, it was different like... material. Yeah, I, it just felt, it felt like it, it. It'd be great if it was. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, to me, it looked like it could be. <laughs> See, and that is the opposite of James. Isn't he? he just <laughs> genuinely is. We say it a lot, but like Matt's full of optimism and hope. <laughs> James is like, Rang, I think it's probably. I, I, I think it's obviously just because you know there's a touchpad in the PS4, and it just feels like it, it would make sense if there's one in between your two thumbs. There was a touchpad, but whatever. Yeah, but um, then think about it. How many times have you actually used the touchpad? Like genuinely used it for touch gesture. I've really, used it a billion uh, times. I'll be disappointed with that because I it looks really good that, and it's like, but they, nothing uses it, does it? It's, it's Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa! You when have you used it in Destiny? What oh, to to like oh. bring up the main menu? Yeah, but you just it's press just that in. button though. Yeah. Just, you're not using <laughs> yeah, the touch using it. <laughs> Leave off that. That's the other main sky as well. It's the same <laughs> that is a poor argument. Well, you, you asked me when I used it, and I told you when I've used it. No, when I, when you use the touchpad, the, 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 the actual gesture. Not no, no, just no, no, no. You didn't in like a use a touchpad. I use a touchpad. I have not used gestures. You fucked up there, Dave. Right. No, Matt. You fucked up. You've <laughs> no, just you said, you said Matt when you use a touchpad. I've just fucking told replace you. Replace that. <laughs> replace it with a button. You wouldn't wouldn't have known the fucking well, difference. Dave, that wasn't the question. The question was, mean? have I used a touchpad? And I gave you an answer. <laughs> It wasn't. Off, everyone, have you done a gesture? Or fuck whatever the fuck is the week. Being a little bit facetious, Matthew. Yes, <laughs> thank you, Sean. Nah, I'll, I'll be no, honest. I'm with David on this one as well. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt, Matt, I appreciate the fact that you, you tried to step up. Then touchpad. I appreciate the fact that no, you tried no, to step Dave, up. Then what, Dave, was that, that the question? Was that the question? Dave, repeat the question once more. I can't even Repeat remember how I worded it, Dave, once more. You know what I meant, Matt. <laughs> no, and I asked Fasci- you a question. <laughs> Facetious, says You can't even say the fucking word. I, I agree question. with you, you say, says Dave. Matt, have you done a complicated gesture on the pad? I would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> you said how I always done complicated yes. gestures Matt, on the pad. It's like... Have you done... Uh, have you used the touch element 
of the no, touchpad no, on still the getting PS4. Go on. Uh, no, another question. Um, the new, pro, the new, you know, the Pro Controller. It looks a bit. It yes. looks like a shit Bluetooth one, in my opinion. It does. Yeah, it does, <laughs> it does look. Not good. Good. So, do you think that's going to come with it, like, or what? No, no, that was the other thing that you said, Dave. You said, "Oh, they're giving us lots of choice." They gave us tons of choice on the Wii U. There's, you can use all sorts of controllers with that thing. Like, there's, you know, there's all different types. It's not really what I meant. I know, I know. That's not what I meant. It's annoying you now, though. So, <laughs> so, um. So that, like, in inverted commas proper or the pro controller, you think that's just going to be a separate purchase? So that's not Absolutely. going to come on the machine. No doubt, because you'll be able to play it with that. I, I think that that what is it, the Joy-Con touchpad thing Joy-Con that's coming grip. with it. Joy-Con. That's just call it Joy-Con. It's fine. That's obviously definitely going to come with a console. Yeah. Um, and I think that's how you're going to be uh, presented with playing it. You you connect the two sides to that, and that's your controller. Right, um, cool. But it's yeah, weird, like sell, figuring out. So obviously that Joy-Con thing. Sorry, yeah, I'm getting confused. So the Joy-Con, are, Joy-Cons are the two bits, aren't they? Yeah. But then the grip is the yeah. Joy-Con the, grips the middle bit, yeah. The one that looks like a bit like a dog because like they've got little ears on it. Um. So that must have its own power as well because that's clearly shown as having a couple little lights on it. So presumably that charges the two little guys. But then it's all getting a bit weird, like how you charge yeah. everything. I suppose well, it's fun. not that weird. You've How got many the fucking things you've got to charge up to use this well, thing. Exactly, <laughs> but I guess the whole point is: so you've got your, you've got your fucking tablet. You've got your two Joy-Con Joy Cons, which slot into that. So the the tablet charges from the base, and then the two guys charge off the tablet. But how does power get from the base to the Joy-Con grip? I guess there's just another cable. Which actually, it's not. That's not too bad. That, that Joy-Con maybe, grip maybe looked like it had power. Like, that Joy-Con grip looked like it had like sort of power in it itself. Because if yeah, you, so if I'm you... thinking yeah. So maybe that charges from the base unit as well, and then when you plug the Joy-Cons into that, it charges them as well. Yeah, because it had those two like green lights on it as well that looked like yeah. like power indicators or something. Yeah, the lights would indicate which player because 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 there was four. Lights on each side. Okay. Hold on. Surely the power just comes from the two side controllers. Oh, do you reckon? And you reckon they power the central bit rather than the... they power? They power just the little. Yeah, they just power the little lights in the center mm. of the thing. I don't think that they that you know it's gonna actually need a lot of power to do anything. I think mm. they're just probably battery indicators, or mm. as you say, showing you which player you are. Mm. Um, I I just hope that they don't get the same battery supplier as uh, Samsung. He's <laughs> fucking hell without much batteries in one place people I think, are going to I mean, die yeah like obviously extreme example but it is worth noting that batteries degrade over time so like yeah, you but... could well be going through a couple of these If this, say this lasted you know five six years like the battery will be fucked after two or three it's true I mean like my 3DS what makes you say like two that. or three my 3DS is like because I've got well, the yeah, new 3DS it's... and when that came out when did that? When did the new 3DS come out? It was about two, two, three years ago, I think. Less and it's than that, I think. my, my no, battery it was hardly keeps last any year. charge anymore. Yeah. Really? Um, they, I thought, I thought Nintendo always had good form with battery because the DS Lite. I mean, I can still boot that up. It's fucking insane. Yeah, the, the, the Game Boy Micro is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I, fa- I thought I'd lost mine. I hadn't seen it for years. Found it the other week, and it's fine. Um, but <laughs> that's that, mad. Isn't that's it? mad. But I mean, but look at any smartphone. Yeah, but you use a smartphone a hell of a lot more than you do yeah, a true. games console, don't you? Yeah. You use it all day, every day. Yeah. You drain it out all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know. Maybe I've I've only just started noticing my um uh, the batteries in my uh, DualShock Four is starting to uh, lose mm. charge quicker than it used to. Uh, and I've had that console for what nearly three years now. I think. Yeah. That is mad, isn't it? Fucking hell! That console's been out three years, boys. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's time to get a pro. Right. So already done as a new one. Yeah. Do Do you think it, those two Joy Cons will have accelerometers in them? Apparently they so. do. Yes. Yeah. Right, okay. Okay. But okay, there's no um, sensor bar, so how does it know when it's pointing at the telly? Who knows? Maybe they've Ooh. realised the fact that sensor bars are just a fucking dumb idea and need burning down. Well, fingers crossed. Okay, uh, <laughs> we do, can do, all you, do you think the dock or the cradle is going to have any processing power that no. will like help? No, they've already no. announced that it won't. Right? Yeah, I'm sure I saw I mean, someone say that. Yeah, the, yeah, they said that. I think they said it was just. It's literally just like you know, out to the TV, and and that's yeah. It makes no it. sense. So, so it's just it like have... HDMI splitter, really. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it it just it would make no sense for it to have any processing power, would it? They've, I okay. mean, they've said so little. Like after this, I mean, the only thing they've kind of definitely confirmed is that it's not going to be backwards compatible. As in, like, right, that's right. It's yeah. not going to take like Wii U discs mm. or anything like that. I mean, yeah. I reckon maybe they'll probably have like an eShop, and if they're feeling generous, maybe they'll let us use our the games we got from that. But probably not. Mm. We'll see. Hmm. Maybe they'll do like these last okay. time, make us pay to upgrade them again. Probably. <laughs> I mean, at least they can't nickel okay. and dime us for, you know, like any any game that gets a Wii U and 3DS release, you basically... Like, there'll be a discount for buying both, yeah. but it's never buy, you know, buy once and you get both. Whereas this is this is that by default, because the console is both, so... Do you reckon... This is just another question, I'm just wondering, like, do you reckon... Because I don't think this is going to see the end of the 3DS line for a while either. I reckon that it's probably mm. going to stick around for a while as, like, a kid's machine. I was going to say, yeah, kids, because I think, like when Dave said about potentially getting Harry a Switch, I was fucking having palpitations. Yeah, so was I. Why is that? What do you mean? You're not not worried he's going to fuck it up? Oh, of course he's going to fuck it up, but there's kids in it, and that's what happens. If it's like 300 quid, I'd be like, I'd be hesitant to like give that to Rachel, and she's like six. You know, it's like... I'll leave off, mate. It's a fucking... Toy, just, just, what's the matter with it? What do you earn? Three hundred pound. How much do you earn? Architect, Sean. What do you think? Right, <laughs> Matt. Next question. Um, so, I mean, I, I, as 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 Sean sort of alluded to there, yeah, the fact there was basically no kids, no children, and nothing in the advertising. Mm. Yeah. If it feels like they're probably like they're, they're pitching this not to, it's not a kids device. It is really like a teenager or, and above device. They realise the fact that. If they showed a bunch of, like, if a bunch of kids sit down and watch this and see a bunch of kids playing it, they won't think it's as cool yeah. as if they see a bunch of young adults playing this it. This is like the Sony strategy, isn't it, from like the original PlayStation? You know, you try and get, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, all the. Um... Makes total sense, doesn't it? Yeah. If, if an adult sees, if we were to watch it and there was a bunch of kids playing it, we would be turned off from it for a little bit. And if kids see it, they they know that they they see it as a toy. They'll be say say you're 16, and you see like a bunch of 12 year olds sitting playing this console. You'd think fuck that, it's a baby's toy. Um, but when they see young adults, they think it's cool. You see, it's just advertising you see people playing basketball, that, you know that kind of thing. You're like, yeah, I'm down with this. this is yeah, good. I mm-hmm. like basketball. Mm-hmm. I say, I say tube. I like people. <laughs> um, what do you think they're gonna do storage size wise? Well, because there was is... a rumor about about it being thirty two gig. That yeah. again, that, that's been confirmed. But 
Yeah, I hope. I mean, I, oh, I hope that's not is true. Is that SD cards? You reckon they're going to go with the SD, SD that's, cards? That's the rumours. Yeah, it's thirty-two gig with SD card support. But that's I mean, not too bad. I mean, it is, isn't it? It is too bad. It's shite. <laughs> <laughs> like when I you consider when I've you consider got... this is going to be running like you know the like same or similar games that you currently get on your Xbox or your it can't fit yeah, GTA Five on it already. Doom, it Doom sixty gig. But that's like, the thing that we're assuming. We're assuming that this is going to be playing games that are as good as like on Xbox One and PS4. Like maybe I mean, spec-wise, it's supposed to be like a little bit worse. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it can play Skyrim, and that's only five years old. Yeah, yeah but I Skyrim say, came out on 360. It's like, yeah, exactly. I thought yeah, Skyrim yeah, was, was a, a very, very weird game to show off, to yes, be honest with you. I, just, I thought that was a really odd choice. Yeah, bizarre. But, but Sean, what I'd argue mm. is that... I would rather the console be slightly cheaper and have more space inside it for, say, battery life or processing power than Storage. sticking a expensive, you know, flash drive in it. Yeah, but yeah, it's okay. when not I could expensive. just go out. And flash get, drive like, is cheap as fucking yeah, chips these days. It doesn't cost anything. They, they cost. It's like, like pennies. But how do manufacturers sell them when they're inside consoles and phones and stuff like that? It's fucking ridiculous. The price jumps compared to, say, buying. Just a SD card. Yeah, that's because we're being ripped off. It's like yeah. <laughs> exactly. So let's not be ripped off. Let's leave a little bit more space for some battery life or processing power, and just stick an SD card uh, slot in there. I'd be more than happy with that. More than happy. That does not bother me at all. If it's but then if you buy like a three hundred pound like switch, and then you have to spend, I mean, how much does like one hundred twenty eight gig flash memory these days, or sixty four gig? What SD card? Yeah. Have a, I carry on chatting, I'll have a look. They go up to like 512, but you're talking hundreds of pounds. Really? I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know they were that expensive. I was surprised. Yeah, they, they get like exponentially more expensive as you go above like 128. Well, I bought, I mean, I bought a 32 SD. gig one for like not that much for a 3DS. A yeah. 64 gigabyte micro SD card is £16.26 on Amazon. In fact, actually a Samsung one, which will probably explode, is uh, it won't <laughs> for legal reasons. Um <laughs> <laughs> a 64 gigabyte micro SD card is 12.99. Cool. Yeah, but so, go up so you were thinking about two card slots then? What do you mean? Two. Well, it's going to have one oh, for, it's, one what, for the game really, and the one, one for... that says game game card. Yeah, well, and you think there's going to be another one for SD memory? That, that makes sense. Well, that's because yeah. that's what the Wii U have got. The Wii U's got right. Yeah, it's got well, it's got the disc drive and it's got like a SD card slot as well. And it's yeah. the same. But yeah, the yeah. internal the storage was bollocks, and everyone's had to upgrade it. Yeah, I mean the inter- yeah the internal uh, yeah I've I've got a five hundred and twelve gigabyte hard drive stuck into yeah, the back exactly. of mine. So I mean, it'd be interesting if like the strategy was just like if they were just trying to win retail back a little bit, and they're just like, look, there's an eShop and you can get your indie shit on it, but if you want Mario, go to a fucking shop and buy the cartridge. See, that's the thing because like all the three D all the uh, Wii U games have got like the majority are on disc, so. Yeah. Actually, I've not really had a big problem with it being 32 gig. I've got it's... way more disc games. Like, like if you look at the shelf space occupied by the Wii U and the PS4, then it looks like I'm I only play the Wii U because <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got I've... about three PS4 games on disc, but loads on the Wii, on Wii U. I remember so... I used to have my games on a shelf. They're now in a sleeve <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Isn't it? Wasn't the, the if if you had the DLC for Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U, it would fill up your Basic model no, size hard drive. That's not true. Sounds about right. Is that not no, true? No, no, I, I think it's one. I think it's a Lego on City under, under undercover, undercover 
City game. I think that was like too big for the base model. Brilliant. That's right. Yeah, you needed a hard drive to play that. I mean, um, yeah, all I'm saying is that I'd rather them use the space inside the console for things that are going to make the games better or yeah, okay. give it better battery life than I would um, for them to try and force some memory in there, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. Was there any other things you do, wanted do you think to know, Matt? Do you think we're still using friend codes or does everyone use a Nintendo ID now? Yeah, but uh, Nintendo Nintendo you see, that's ID's the thing, isn't standard. it? They still need to sort that shit out. The infrastructure's there to just like use your ID now, right? Yeah, actually, to be fair, it was, but wasn't too on, bad. On Wii U, U it, just... isn't it a case whereby if you buy games for digital games for Wii U, you, they're not on your account, and then once you get rid of the Wii U, you've lost the game? Or yeah, there needs they're to be a unified account system. It's the same yeah, for the 3DS bonkers. as well. Because like, yeah. there's that whole thing with the 3DS where people have like lost theirs, and then you have to, or have them stolen. And they've had to like give Nintendo the police report to show that it's definitely been stolen before they allow Fuck you to like, transfer it to like another, a new machine. It's, mm. it's yeah, they need to they need to drop that. Um, and I'd be really really surprised if they if they didn't. And I I know that you know the answer to that is well it is Nintendo, and I I understand that. But you're talking about a completely ridiculous way of doing business now, like completely ridiculous. Well, it is Nintendo. The, but the standard these days is so different to what it was when the Wii U came out. And I mean, <laughs> not like we had these conversations these systems, when the Wii U came out. Is what <laughs> we did. We did, but but even more so now. You know, I mean, you look at all right, we had um, the iTunes store that was doing all this stuff when the Wii U came out, and uh, I get that. But, I mean, everyone's fucking doing it this way now. You've got one account, and all your purchases are tied to that account. Mm. Um, So I would be absolutely... I mean, what a fucking stupid thing that would be to do Mm. uh, if they went along the same route as they they have done in the past. I can't see them doing that, because now... You know, everyone says this is all right. This may not be Nintendo fighting for the lives. We know that they're financially stable with with other things that they've been working on, um, but they need to prove themselves in the home console market again. And if they do shit like that, that's just fucking ridiculous. But then it is Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just in others? terms of so, just in terms of online play, um, like look at something like Splatoon, which. It is a very good tactical team game when played properly, but it just wasn't worth the hassle. <laughs> it was a fucking pain in the ass trying to play with your mates, and that's when they actually, when they finally added, you know, like private matches or pri- you know, being able to get a squad together and then go into a game. Like that wasn't even in the game for ages. Yeah. And then even by the time they had added it, it was kind of too late, and you still had like no voice comms and shit like that. It just wasn't great, unfortunately. Hmm. What, um, what what do we think of the games that they actually showed? Because I mean, they've they've come back out recently and said that they're the, the games they've showed are maybe not necessarily things that are in development, even though it's probably oh, for fuck's yeah. Because I mean, kidding? we saw so we saw Splatoon, we saw Mario Kart. I'm sure people have torn apart Mario Kart footage, and there is stuff in there that isn't in Mario yeah, Kart Eight. Is that right? Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can you can switch between items in this one. Yeah, which would you know, as someone said. Um, it does indicate that this is probably going to be called Mario Kart Switch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, understandable. They showed like thought like three seconds of Mario footage, where it appears to be in some sort of like Day of the Dead inspired environment, which is weird. So isn't there, there's like a twelve minute video that some Nintendo website has done, like analyzing every fucking frame of that that footage. 
apparently it's really interesting. Yeah, they've um, they've stabilised it as well, so it uh, actually okay. looks like proper footage. Yeah. Um, it looked kind of like Mario Sunshine style mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. It was. It did, yeah, yeah. And if that's the one that's not in development, then I'm be a little bit pissed off with that. <laughs> um, I'm about ready for a new 3D, proper 3D Mario game. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what else yeah. we saw? We saw Skyrim. I'm sure someone said they saw Witcher 3. I'm pretty sure that's bollocks. It was just Skyrim, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. that sounds like bollocks to me. Yeah. Um, Why did they go with Skyrim? I don't know. I think, I don't know, too- maybe they just knew, like, tools-wise, it would be something that would be easy to port and just get a bit of footage of. Um, yeah, but they could have knows? done that with anything. Like all of this shit could have been fake. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it, it, let's assume for argument's sake that was actually running on a switch. Like maybe yeah. they just they had you know ties with Bethesda and they were like, look, we want to use this in a demo. Will it will it take you more than Didn't an Bethesda afternoon? Bethesda say that they had no idea that it was going to be shown. I think, but no, I'm Bethesda, sure I read that as well. Bethesda just said, oh, "How did they word it?" Now I can't remember. They've done the like they've done the pretty much the same statement that everyone else. Because you know, everyone's approached all the people that were listed on that. Like, here's the people we're working with, and they've all yeah. just gone like, "Yeah, really excited to be working with Nintendo on their new thing." And comments oh, right. so um, like the, <laughs> nothing statement. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, but Bethesda were a bit like I can't remember how they phrased it, but basically, Skyrim's not on it. It's not like it's not they're not releasing Skyrim for it, I don't think. But <laughs> it's fucking, fucking bizarre that. It is. Not only that, it's not like it, I can't imagine ever being the I can't like it's an old game now, surely. Yeah, people but it's all like it's all like Game of Thrones, all that kind of thing, and it's like get people excited that it's they've got that kind of fucking they got, nerds all they got well, that yeah, kind you, of you thing, forget, you know. People fucking love Skyrim and yeah. Fallout. Like you forget how much People like those games. Um, it, like, Wait, did ridiculous. they play Fallout Four though? No. Did did they play that one though? What Some do you mean? Fucking dog shit. Oh, did oh, don't say right. I thought you meant it was it on the fucking trailer. <laughs> no, um, no, I was just saying like no, that's what I mean. I, I didn't think Skyrim was like mind blowing, but fucking hell, people put hundreds of hours into that shit. Wow, shame, mm. shame, mm. um. Okay, was that it for the for the questions, Matt, or did you have any more? No, um, I mean, looks like there's a new version of Mario Kart. We can have two items at once and new Splatoon map and stuff. But no, that's good. I'm pumped. I'm seriously pumped, and I've already got permission to buy one when it comes out. I've just got to work out how to get the money together now. Yeah. Um, I've I want one, and that is about as big a compliment as I can give to Nintendo on announcement of a new console because. You know, I, I mean, I wanted a Wii U when it first came out, but um, and I wanted an N64 the moment I saw one, but, you know, the GameCube, I, I, I wasn't totally pumped for when that was announced, and um, and certainly not the Wii U when that was announced. I, I wasn't pumped for that either. So, uh, yeah, this one, fucking can't wait. Yeah, uh, I, definitely, I definitely didn't want a Wii U. When, when, when they first got announced, I was like, well, I love the Wii, but I got bored of Wii, and this looks like another Wii, so that's why I didn't bother with the Wii U. This looks more interesting. I wouldn't say I'm... Blown away. It just looks like it looks good. But also, I mean, one of we'll the see. things about that was when when they announced the Wii U, it really felt like Nintendo hadn't realised what had gone on in the rest of gaming since the Wii had come out, and they yeah. it was like released like in kind of like in a vacuum. This feels much more like they they are reacting to stuff, which yeah. you know, it's a yeah. good thing. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah like it is very yeah. much like no, it's not going to be fucking 4K. It's not going to do HDR. <laughs> it's just something a bit different. And a bit more utilitarian. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it, the, yeah, 4K thing's probably not going to happen for it, is it? Nah. Oh, God, no. Is this going to be easier to upgrade, though, do you think? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean upgrade? to 4K? Um, um, well, no, because, I mean, like, I suppose you could just keep your, your Joy-Cons and your base unit, but then they're not the expensive bit, are they? It's the, it's the tablet that's got the innards. So yeah. that's the expensive bit to replace, and that's the bit that we'll need switching it'll be interesting to see how they approach that sort of stuff yeah um you know because they have to kind of compete uh with microsoft and and, and sony and yeah it'd be interesting to but see I'm how they sure about that, Sean, actually because if it's just that dock bit that could potentially oh no because it is it's a tablet that's gonna be doing the power isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. so, so the, the dock could the feasibly dock. like on scale it but but then i'm just thinking like the sale of cartridges you know, putting it all on a cartridge, surely it's easier to segregate between 4K capable games. Yeah, there's literally huh. no chance of this being 4K I in the next like, think five, Nintendo ten years. Are, so. are going to care about that at all? <laughs> I mean, thinking about probably like, right. when the Wii came out, it was you know you could only get like 480p was like the best you could do, and that's when like <laughs> yeah. 360 was like around in history. Yeah, it's just they're, they're fighting a different games. battle again. It feels. Good. Mm. Yeah, what what resolution are, are um, Wii U games? Do you know? 1080. Are they 1080? Yeah, yeah. Are they, they are 1080. Yeah, I know the majority of them the are 60 screen, frames. Because... Not on the on the gamepad, though. No, of course no. not. No, the screen card do fuck all. Um, right, okay, let's move on from this. Uh, we've got all of that chat out of about 30 seconds worth of promotional footage. Uh, and it is now an hour and a half into the show. Um, James, what have you been playing this week? Well, I finished off um, Tomb Raider. Um, oh god that's such a good game I know because this is the thing I mean I haven't really got much to say about it that hasn't already been said I mean because it is it is a really 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 good game I mean I've had a, a lot of fun playing it I mean the story is obviously dull but the um, actually you know, the gameplay is, is really really a lot of fun I didn't think the story was dull I just thought it was a bit shit like it was a bit yeah, there's a bit nothing story there, wasn't it? Yeah. With crappy characters, uh, but it didn't really affect the like the the main showpiece of that game is the combat for me. Yeah, the combat's good, but also the environment as well was you know it looks even now it still looks really good. I mean, I played it, yeah. I played the definitive version on Xbox One, and it's it still looks really nice. It's funny because so recently I've just gone from playing like good game to good game, and it's like it's just been really nice because it's like. I played um, Sleeping Dogs, which I thought was really, really good. Then come to this, and you're like, "Wow, this is this is great as well." And I mean, I guess it's like Square Enix; yeah, they've done some good things. I nearly, nearly felt like going straight into Rise, you know, like Rise of the Tomb Raider, the one that you lent me. But um, yeah. I haven't because instead I've started playing Ratchet and Clank. And um, oh man, that's a cracking game as well. It isn't is, it? Yeah, and this is the other thing because I've only played this for a few hours, but it's so much more fun to play than Knack. It's ridiculous. It's like, it is, yeah. If you compare the two games, it's kind of crazy. It's just, it's just. There's so much like variation, like things you can do in it, and it's the first Ratchet and Clank game I've ever played. And um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm really liking it. But I've got the, uh, graphically, it's stunning, it isn't is, it? That yeah. first area is just absolutely gobsmack, yeah. Smack, smacking. <laughs> I guess that's the way I'm gonna put that. <laughs> but yeah it's, yeah, it's yet another superb game. I mean, I'm I'm really enjoying playing it. It's um, especially again like after playing Neck. You know, I'd forgotten that these games can be really, really fun. It's um, yeah, it's really good. But I haven't good. got much else to say yet because I haven't played any more. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd be interested to see what you think of that. I, I, I felt it tailed off a little bit. Um, I, I didn't finish it actually. I, I got quite like, close to the end, I think. Um, but it kind of lost it 
its buzz a little bit. And nothing, one of the, the things that I really wanted that game for was to be blown away by sort of cartoon style graphics, you know, because as good as Nintendo games look, um, they they lack that sort of power that that the PlayStation Four has, yeah. um, and to, to see a you know cartoony, three um, uh, D puzzle game, a three D puzzle game, three D platformer, um, on the PS Four was like I was expecting big things, and that opening area was so stunning, and nothing really gets to that level again, mm-hmm. uh, which is a shame, but still really really worth playing and i can't believe it come out as a like a budget release yeah. i was really surprised with that because it's, it's like it's a reboot it, like 25 30 pound when it come out yeah i mean i, I got it free because it came with the machine but it's like it's a reboot I, i'm hoping that they're going to do some more of them to be honest you know like two yeah years, but uh, yeah i guess we'll see yeah if you read that's the way to do a reboot isn't it i mean it looks um i mean you wouldn't have thought it was a reboot by playing it fresh it was good yeah. um Cool. So, so that is that your list? Pretty much, yeah. I've got not much else. Sean, what you've been playing? Um, same old shit, really. Uh, playing more Destiny again. Oh, um, they've raised the light level limit. It's now four hundred, um, and they seem to have streamlined everything a bit. Or well, not streamlined it. Just I'm much more reliably getting gear that raises my light level just by doing the stuff I was doing before. Um, going to Hang on, short song. Is yeah. this? You said four hundred. Is this? Post Rise of Iron, or is this the Rise of Iron update? Uh, this is well, no, yeah, this is this is post Rise of Iron. So when Rise <laughs> of Iron came oh, out, so the limit was it again. Yeah, 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 because oh, they've wow. added. Okay. Um, so it was three eighty, three eight five, something like that, and now they've added the uh, hard mode for the new raid. So the the new limit is four hundred, and they seem to have chucked in a load of balance tweaks at the same time. Um, so now, basically, um, I'm sure I mentioned before this, the Archon's Forge, which is the new. Um, sort of, it's like the shit. What do they call it? The court, court of Oryx, in that you just you turn up and you have like yeah, items yeah. that you put in a hole, and then bosses come out. Um, and it's and it's good fun. It's the, it's, it's a new version of that. Yeah, it's like a key. It's like a key with some sort of weird web gate, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a rune. Yeah, you just yeah slam runes into a thing, and then enemies came out of a portal. Whereas this is oh, that's right, um, yeah. This is like oh, it's. It's where the fallen train their priests in combat, and it's that good. Um, but um, the problem was the uh, problem with it previously was that you never seemed to have the items. Like you'd, you'd you you could only you could only carry one of these items that would trigger a fight in this area, and then you'd use it, and you go, oh, "That was that was pretty good fun," and I haven't got any more, and that's that. Whereas now you seem to pretty reliably get more of them every time you do one. So if you've got a group of like two or three of you. And then a few strangers wandering. You can pretty much keep doing it indefinitely, and you get so much fucking stuff for doing it. It's ridiculous, um, and it's really good fun. So that's been cool. Um, I've been playing the full version of Rhythm Paradise Mega Mix. Um, it turns out I wasn't just being a dick about the demo being easy. I don't know if you remember a few episodes ago I was talking about that. Yeah, yeah. It is like the first set of levels are like slightly dumbed down versions of the the original mini games. Um, in that there'll always be like for every stage in, in Rhythm Paradise there'll be like maybe like three different things to watch out for so like there'll be one signifier that you hit a button once and then there'll be another one that you tap it twice and then another one that you like hold it for a second and then release it at a certain time something like that so you're looking out for like three different cues but like at the very beginning they've stripped them right back so there's only one or two so there's actually less 
Like it's always been a thing with Rhythm Paradise that you have your first set of levels which are like a certain difficulty and then you'll basically do all the levels again but with more complexity added. But the first tier in this is simpler than the first tier in any other Rhythm Paradise game, if you get me. Like it's been stripped down a bit more. Right, okay. Which, gotcha. which is probably a good thing. It's just when you've played all the games up to this one, it's a bit boring to begin with. But um, it, yeah, it just doesn't fucking end. Like <laughs> I'm now like three tiers in to the game. Um, and I'm not convinced it's going to end. Like it's acting like this is definitely the final one, but I'm not fucking convinced. And like I thought this was like a best of, like all the you know all the previous Rhythm Paradise games. But as as from what I can see, I think every single stage from every single Rhythm Paradise game is in it. Like a lot of them don't feature in the campaign, but you can unlock them through like a separate bonus thing. Um, there's I found there's like there's a whole street pass mode where you can fight people and there's like a co-op mode where you go on a train and you do challenges together um so yeah I'm fucking loving it and considering they've released it at 25 quid I think it's amazing like if you've not played a rhythm paradise game before it's fucking essential so much fun where 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 do you see it in terms of uh, river matching games? Like where do you put it? It's too it's too it's too fucking weird, man. Like it's <laughs> you can't, can't you can't really put it up against like because there's no you know proper songs in it. It's just all like weird little mini games, effectively. Like it, it's it's mo- it's closer to WarioWare than like a than Guitar Hero. Yeah, or yeah, it's... that's the feel. Yeah, that's the feeling I got. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, and you know, God love it. It's it's weird, and this this does feel like um like a proper full stop. Um, so I don't know if it, like where it's going after this, if it is going anywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I fucking love it. Good. Uh, is that it? Uh, that is it. I mean, I was, I was going to talk about GTA Five shit, but I've already done that. So good, Matt. Hello. Um, I've only played one uh, game this week, and that's I played Batman Markham uh, VR. Now, we obviously talked about this on the live show. Uh, on the live show, a few of us played little bits of, of Arkham VR and and, uh, and didn't really say much about it, but I, I played the whole thing from start to finish uh, on Sunday or Monday, and I thought it was, I think it was really, really fantastic. Um, it's, can, it's, I, can I just say one thing, Matt, that, that, that did come out of the... Um... You know, I came away sort of getting angry with ourselves because a lot of the stuff we were saying about certain games, um, and I was mentioning mentioning during the, the Batman VR chat, was that um, the tracking was so fucked and it just completely took us out of the experience. Now, ever since we did this sort of weekend where we were going over the um, PSVR stuff, there seemed to be more and more tips out to try and you know fix this stuff and yeah. recalibrate the headset and stuff. So what what sort of things have you picked up on, and what what were the best tips that you? And I, I, I've read even more today, in fact. Um, so what well, the, the, the latest one a lot of people seem to be work. It, it seems to be helping a lot of people is actually unplugging the camera briefly and plugging it back in. A lot of people said that that's actually fixed tons of their problems. Um, yeah, I haven't actually done that yet myself, and actually my my camera's been plugged in for month for months, so I'll give it a go after this and see if that helps at all. Um, another thing is a sleep mode appears to be a bit of an issue. A lot of people are saying that if you wake up from sleep, 
um it, sometimes, sometimes that really badly affects tracking i've also found that if i just press um the button on my playstation to go into sleep mode it doesn't turn off the uh processing box and i have to, to actually turn that off or that that should automatically turn off when you when you turn the playstation off or when you put hmm. it into sleep mode but if you press it with a button it's not doing that and so i think a lot of things will be fixed actually in, in um in, in a firmware update hopefully soon a lot of people saying obviously you can change the you can measure your eyes and a lot of people saying actually if you move the move um when it takes a picture of your eyes if you actually move up to the right hand side left hand side of your eye it changes the uh into pupillary diff- distance and basically changes it and, and a lot of people saying it's actually a lot better if you if you if you make it a little bit further away than as opposed to being exactly as the picture says which is taking a picture of your eye and putting it bang on the bang on the iris but anyway whatever i think a lot of these things will be fixed with with a firmware update um yeah, it feels like every every other day on on Reddit and and other places there's like another fix, another tip to to fix the tracking. Um, but and and actually when I played 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 Batman, Batman Arkham VR um, on Sunday, I did have tracking issues, but it wasn't enough to to detract from the experience at all. And and actually, I think this is the most it's probably the the best experience I've actually had in VR. Uh, on, on PSVR, that is. I mean, yeah, I was, sorry. I mean, I mean, uh, AOX and Res is is <laughs> fucking unbelievable, but. I, I, yeah, I, I guess aside from that, this is this is probably the most complete experience I've tried. When I tried on that weekend, I just did a little bit here and there, and it was it was okay. But actually, starting from the whole thing, you know, starting from the beginning, going right through to the whole to the end, I did it in one sitting. It's only like an hour and a half, but playing the whole thing, I think, is really important to you know to to to, to gain the characters, as it were. And there was some, it does some really really clever things towards the end. I'm not actually going to say anything um, about oh, really? the game because what? Ah, oh, I kind of think you should. No, because it's only an hour and a half as it is, and it, I, if I say anything, it, I don't want to ruin. And I'm so, I'm telling you, I'm going to talk about basically. So everyone knows the first bit, which is where you sort of you you uh, get sued up as Batman. After that, there's like a bat cave. There's a bat cave area. After that, it's like there's a crime scene area, and after that, some other couple of areas, which I'm not going to say because it's only a short game, and um, um, I, I just don't want to ruin it. But it does do some really interesting, clever things, and I would absolutely love a full version of that game. It's obviously very different to other Batman games. There's obviously no combat, but it 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 does some really great things, and uh, it's it's sort of freaky. It sort of uh, gets a bit scary towards the end. Yeah, I, I was I was super impressed, and uh, actually I think I might actually go back and play it again. Um, but yeah, I, it, it it it's really really good. I mean, some people say it's like sixteen quid. Is that is that you know is that a bit too much money for? Um, I think I think that's quite pricey. Actually, I've seen it around in in online for like thirteen quid, twelve quid. Um, but I still think I mean I'm not really a huge Batman film. I, I like the Nolan movies, but uh, and uh, you know I, I think Batman's fine. Um, I'm not really a superhero comic book hero fan, but this I thought was fantastic. And I think if you're even if remote, even remotely interested in Batman, and you've got PSVR, I think you'll get a massive kick out of this. Um. So yeah, um, I've I've got some other games I need to play, which I'm gonna uh, get to and play play over next week. So I basically have I've only turned my PlayStation on once since we last um, recorded. So uh, and that was just to play this. So hopefully next time I have some more stuff to talk about. But yeah, back when I can VR for the we played you know last weekend for a little bit it wasn't that much, but playing for the whole thing I thought is really really fantastic. How um how like what's your the next game on your list to to try out? Uh, well, I've I've got rigs to try now, so I'm quite interested to see what that, for the whole you know what what rigs games like. Because um, we played, well, I suppose we we should mention as well, Sean. We played a few games uh, that we hadn't played the um, like before the live stream. Mm. Uh, we played the next morning, didn't we? We we tried out some more um, 
playroom stuff, yeah, which yeah. is utterly incredible. Matt, did you know that there was a crane machine game in the playroom? Uh, only because you told me, but I didn't know before that. <laughs> it's really good. Like it, at first, I was like, "Oh, this is fucking crap," um, and then all of a sudden, we were just having a great time, weren't we? Sean yeah. just using the crane machine to unlock toys and then turn them into real little, like it turns into a little village. The more stuff that you uh, that you buy, in yeah, that it's thing. like it's building um, up all these little rooms and filling them with stuff, and then like occasionally you'll get one, and you're like, "That doesn't look like it. oh fuck, it's a new room." Like it's it's like yeah. properly good. <laughs> it's yeah, it was good. And uh we played the cat and mouse game which was not very good. Mm. That was probably the weakest thing I'd played in VR, it don't really work and even as a game it seemed like it was cobbled together at the last minute to try and fill the, the you know, the playroom stuff up. Um but we also played the monster game, which was <laughs> more fun than it ever needed to be. Um so the uh the one of you's the monster and that's the person with the VR helmet on. Um up to headset. four of you can be I headset. I keep saying helmet, helmet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know where I'm getting that from, Matt. That is a proper old <laughs> man thing. To say. That thing so put it on really helmet. is, it really is. I'll accept that one. <laughs> uh yeah, the, the, the so whoever's got the headset on, they're the monster and you're seeing through their eyes. And everyone on the TV screen is the these sort of Power Rangers style characters. Uh, and the first one, it was only me playing as the uh, on-screen character. Uh, Sean had the headset on. And um, he started laughing at the same time as the monster started laughing on the screen. And I just thought, that's really funny that you're laughing at the same time. Until we realised that it was feeding the microphone through the telly and <laughs> made, like changing the voice to make it sound like a, like a weird squeaky monster thing. So um, by the time I had the headset on, Sean was being chased down by a monster screaming, suck my dick. <laughs> we were absolutely gutted because we tried to do the share and save just the video of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, the PS4 turns that stuff off when you're using uh, VR. Uh, unfortunately, which is a shame because I'd love to have shared that video. <laughs> um, yeah, there was loads of stuff like that. Then you guys made me play some fucking disgraceful piece of shit. <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> it was the it was the game James kept banging on about. All That's week. not true at what all. Was it? And you're trying to yeah, it's because. James, you mentioned it at least four times. I was, I was curious to see what your take would be on it, because seeing as you're not yeah, really into that kind of thing. Of course that's what it was. And, uh, of, yeah. of course that's what it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's the you, only you thing loved that's going through you, you loved it, didn't you? <laughs> what is this thing? Well, like You were trying to explain it to me. It's an anime character. No, it's, it's like a CGI like creation of like a Japanese like idol kind of thing, and it's just basically weird and wrong. Yeah, it's not good. Why is it? Why have they got to be twelve? That's what we. What is that no about? Idea. It's that's just the it's uh, anime, mate. That's what they do, isn't it? Yeah, don't ever buy that if you're listening to this. <laughs> just, and if you do buy it, stop listening to this. I don't want to know you. <laughs> fucking, just a, what an awful. Is this the first experience. first political stance we've taken as a show? Is <laughs> I think so. Yeah, just that game. Um, yeah, fucking rough, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you, you took the headset yeah, off but, and you were just angry. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was quite good. And, and then notice that you tweet your photos <laughs> on it. That was worse than the asshole thing, Sean, to be quite honest. I was just really glad that I got the shot of the game and then the fucking Millwall on the back of your yeah. shirt. <laughs> and I just tweeted it saying, police, please. Motherfucker. Um, yeah, I can't remember what else we tried out. 
Oh, I think. Oh, I had um, a go on um, uh, Bound with with VR, um, which I thought was shite. <laughs> I'm really about fixing that, but... that this week. Apparently, they're putting a new patch for a camera that sort of follows you about. Um, okay, much make, more like one the, the Playroom 3D platformer game. Okay, that would be cool because I mean, I, you know, I've mentioned before, Bound's got problems. It's not perfect. Um, it is enjoyable for what it is, but it's not mind blowing. Um, but I was, I was intrigued. You know, having like, um, you know, played stuff like Res uh, in VR, like the original levels, which are amazing just because of this sense of scale and everything. I was like, well, actually, fuck that. That'd be really good in Bound, and it was. But the game just felt borderline unplayable to me because it was like. Um, Basically, obviously, so it's a you know, it's a platformer, a three D platformer, and you're you know, you it's not first person or anything. You're viewing the scene from like a you know above and away from the character, but it was like, it's like the the camera occasionally like moved to suit where the character was and what you could see, but often it just didn't. So your character would just be walking away and away and away from where the camera is. Until you just can't really see her anymore. And then she's gone. And then you have to... Like, all you can do is basically you flick the, the right analog stick around. And that'll bring the camera to the character. And then... But, like, you can't move it around smoothly. It was, like, flat, going, like, black and then coming back in again every time you did it. And, like, you could sort of move the, the camera around the, the character that way. Like, it was moving around in steps. It wasn't just a smooth, like, panning around. And it just pissed me off. I just hated it. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed really jarring, yeah. didn't it? Because were you seeing the same thing on the screen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were seeing what you were seeing. Yeah. yeah. It just, just seemed a little bit weird. Yeah. It was funny though because after that weekend, I I went home and um, I loaded up. I remember that I had Res HD on my 360. Mm-hmm. And my 360 is plugged in, and I thought, oh, this will be funny. I'll load it up and sort of just po- post a picture of me playing it and say god fucking hell this is this is depressing playing like normal res but then totally got lost in res again and remembered how <laughs> fucking amazing that game is anyway yeah. so uh it just made no sense i couldn't bring myself to even crack that joke fuck man res is good yeah i went home and bought hmm, a playstation right. camera because it's gonna happen <laughs> at some point <laughs> just getting prepared yeah. doing it in uh in smaller payments yeah. is it pretty much yeah <laughs> Uh, right, okay, this week I have been playing um, Battlefield 1, which come out, what, the end of last week? Um, oh, Jesus, what a game. Like, what a f- fantastic Battlefield game. Um, I kind of, like, I absolutely adore Battlefield 3. I liked Battlefield 4. Obviously, it was really um, hurt by its launch, uh, but I still got into it and still played it and loved it. Um, Battlefield Hardline could not get into at all just had no real it felt to me just like a a sort of fan-made mod um which is not fair because i didn't put enough time into it to really sort of uh you know decide whether it was good or not um then battlefront come out it was its own thing it felt like a sort of a light version of battlefield battlefield one's fantastic and it really does take me back to sort of the battlefield three days um i i like the theme i like the way it's presented it's slick as fuck there's still some stuff that need working on there's this 
um, problem where you can lock a uh, like lock a squad off, which means if you're playing with just a couple of you, sometimes you're lent in a game and can't get into a squad because all the squads are full of like two people who have locked their squad. Right. Um, Dice have said they're looking into that, so that will get patched out, no doubt. And um, there's also an issue with trying to set up your player like the your um character that you your plan as it's a bit of a pain in the ass because you can only really do it while you're in a server and playing the game uh you can't do it like once a game's finished and you're looking at the sort of result screen or anything like that and i don't think you can do it in the main menu either i don't think you can customize your character hopefully that gets looked into because you know it's nice to customize your character before even entering a server um other than that, it's slick as fuck. When you die, the way everything pans out, you can still see the fights going on, like from above. When you're looking at the map, it's not a static map. You can s- still see battles going off. Like if someone chucks a grenade, you can see the flash on the <laughs> on the floor, you know. And then when you select where you want to um, spawn, it zooms right back into that, that point in the map. Um, and it, yeah, I haven't had any problems with. Uh, I've had a, little, a few problems with lag, but nothing too serious. Um, I've not really had any problems with, you know, failing to connect or anything, or getting booted. So all that stuff's good. And the Battlefield template is still very, very what, good. What have you which, uh, what have you been playing it on? Have you been playing it on PS4 or Xbox? Xbox One. Um, I've not noticed. It doesn't look anywhere bad as bad as Battlefield 4 looks on Xbox One. And in fact, it looks fucking impressive at times. Because I've heard the PS4 um, version's got some problems. There was like some... Oh, really? Yeah, well, there was this weird thing about resolution, about how... Because it, it like scales... It does like scaling resolution or something, but occasionally there's been bugs where it's like scaled it down so the resolution is like awful. It's, um, it's yeah, really strange. I don't know the full details, though. Just that, yeah. No, yeah, I don't, I, I've not heard any of that stuff. Um, I've certainly not seen um, the... Uh, the frame, uh, not I, I, I've not seen frame rate dropping. I've, I've heard, I've heard people that I, you know, know and trust have said that they've experienced that on the Xbox One version. As for the resolution, I've not seen that vary at any point. It has been pretty solid. Um, I suspect that when it's running on PS4, it probably looks better. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but but for the Xbox One, it, it looks great, and you know I've got no complaints in that department. Um, the only thing I will say is that Battlefield is a game where, when you're on a bad streak or when you're losing, uh, it is just hor- a horrible, horrible experience. When you're winning or you you're in a game that's really tight, then brilliant like the game feels like no other game it, it it genuinely doesn't it's got its own feeling to it it feels like if you get two or three kills in a row without dying that feels really good um but then you know when i first started i just felt like i was getting battered non-stop i mean non-stop killing from behind but getting shot from across the map by a sniper out of nowhere, all that sort of stuff, spawning and then dying straight away. When you're in that funk in Battlefield, it feels so depressing. Uh, And, like, you want to turn the game off and never want to play again. Um, Break through that barrier, start understanding the maps, and you'll totally, totally fall in love with it. Um, It's really fucking well done. Uh, the only thing that I haven't really tried, I've tried that there's um, a game mode that takes you through historical battles uh, and it does this thing where obviously it can't force teams to win, otherwise no one will play that mode. So if you follow the history of what happened in these battles, it explains what happened next and how significant it was within the war. Um, if you 
flip the history on its head and it's say your plan as the Germans where the Americans won uh, but you win like because you know that's the game uh, it will say oh one could only think what would have happened if uh, the Germans had truly won this battle you know what I mean like so it sort of skirts around the, the sort of reality of the situation when you're playing but I mean you know Dynasty uh, Warriors it, does that but whatever um here's a giant enemy crab i know that's not (laughs) i know that's not dynasty warriors but uh long same thing um yeah it's essentially just a bunch of game modes uh strung together in in a sort of longer play session so if you've got an hour's session like if you've got an hour's worth of time to spend on this game that's that's a good way of spending it uh because for some reason you seem a little bit more involved like there's a story that you're following and you're part of it uh yes and and they're the ones with the huge you know where you've got the airships and there's armored uh trains and stuff like that taking down an airship in battlefield one is absolutely incredible like it feels good because you're constantly battering it and it takes a long time to take them down but when they do the spectacle of it all burning up above your head yeah it looks stunning it's as if it's as if people stop and like you you hear the gunfire just like stopping for a little bit as everyone just looks up at the air and goes holy shit have you got on top of one yet have i have i got on top of one yeah no i don't know the, the they're only I I mean I assume I've not seen them in normal game modes yet I've only seen them in the sort of big battle modes, uh, which are the equivalent of you know the battlefront game modes where you would stop the attacks and stuff like that. Um, it it seems like Battlefield One has taken that idea and rolled with it in this, um, and I've only done that from the ground so far. I've always been on the team sort of attacking it rather than defending it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there, there are moments where you look up to the sky and you see about twenty rockets flying towards it, and you think, "Yeah, this is fucking Battlefield. This is this is why I love this game." Um, and I just hope the only thing that hasn't gripped me so far is unlocking stuff, which was a big part of what I loved about Battlefield Three and Four. I haven't really wrapped my head around it at the moment. It looks like you just earn tokens and then spend them in in sort of a fake shop. Uh, and I don't like that idea. Whereas in, previously it was like you had to do certain things to unlock certain things, and I preferred that approach. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, and I've not really tried the campaign yet. I can't wait to give that a go. Yeah, I've the campaign is the f- what I'm most interested in, actually. I played the first little bit, and I'll tell you this: um, it was interesting because you know James had concerns about how they were going to represent um, World War One, and uh, wow, it hits a point home pretty. Uh, harshly at the start you kind of get introduced as a character and then it tells you okay just to let you know you're not expected to survive this and then you do about i i I got up to the second sort of scenario and i died in both of them and it didn't go oh you know here's a quote about war start again (laughs) like you're dead and then it moves on to the next one like and it, it comes up with the name of the character that you were doing and yeah that character is dead uh which was more affecting than you might think actually it's weird i think it's because you don't expect it in a first person shooter game right usually you respawn and you're back in it or you get frustrated and you have to do a little bit again uh this it was like dead next <laughs> like and it sort of drummed home the fact that yeah these were these were people that died constantly throughout this whole fucking horrific portion of time you know 
yeah, so I can't wait to put more time into that. I'm going to smash it this week. Uh, I Yeah, I can't wait to get back into Battlefield because there's a reason why I love those games. Uh, yeah, all good. I just need to play with my friends more because for the majority of my time of playing that game, I've been playing it on my own and just yeah, joining I, other I don't squads. think I'm going to... Yeah, I get it. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to get this or, or Tights 2 and all. Still, I just can't afford it right now and don't want the time. Well, you but... got the trial, right? You might as well give the 10-hour trial a go. Yeah, I guess I can do it. Yeah, yeah, I should do it because yeah, I, I love when I play the Alpha or Beta or whatever, I play Battle, Battlefield 1 and yeah, I, I do miss not having a Battlefield in my life right now, but uh, I don't feel where do I get the full game. Battlefront, when you play Battlefront. Say what? Oh, never mind. It was just, I think you misspoke, but it doesn't matter, does it? I, I can't pull people up on that. I'm me. Yeah. Um, the other game that I've been playing is Forza Horizon 3, which, you know, it's exactly what I expected to be. It's fucking excellent. <coughs> um, it is very similar to Horizon 2. There's no doubt about that, but in a better setting uh, with more sort of beautiful landmarks. And um, uh, yeah, it doesn't sort of, break what horizon is it's very very similar uh but it's added stuff i think i don't remember ever doing this in forza 2 but you know how i say that it tries to make going from point a to point b even more entertaining by just letting you do shit with this it lets you drive along and if you honk your horn next to other drivers they just join you and you you create a convoy of cars just heading to wherever you're going (laughs) they kind of follow you but are also sort of like racing alongside you um, and then halfway through driving to a destination, it'll go, do you want to turn this into a race? And you just press one button and all of a sudden you're in a race and you get credits for winning it. It's That stuff is just so smooth and so so much fun to do that I, it just makes just driving everywhere more fun. That game is just perfect. Like, it is perfect for that shit. And uh, it does stuff it, that like better than burnout paradise and that game is very highly regarded do you know what i mean um yeah fucking love that uh also there's this funny moment where i got you know i'm a certain way into the game and they've introduced this new style of race uh and it's called street racing and all oh, they're illegal they're not part of the horizon festival you shouldn't be doing this um and they are basically games where the driver tiles that you're racing against are a lot more aggressive. They're usually at night and they usually use wacky cars to race in. Um, but the way they're introduced is like totally fuck me up because they, they turn around and they say like the person that's guiding you through the game and telling you what you need to do next and where you need to go turns around and goes, we've just had word that there's some illegal street racing going on just to let you know, no one, who is involved with the Horizon Festival should ever be seen, you know, competing in these, these competing in these races. And you're the boss of the Horizon Festival. <laughs> and I play a lot of games with moral choices in it. And I, my head automatically went, "Well, I'm going to avoid them then, because I'm not supposed to be doing them." And obviously, there's going to be a moral ch- choice or something, and suddenly my festival's going to get shut down or something. But of course, it's not that. It's just there to make you feel like a little bit naughty. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like on the second it's, race, you I mean, do. Yeah, because there's a moral choice. What? What if your moral decision is, well, yeah, I'm going to fucking show up the illegal pricks. I'm going to turn up to the shitty race and I'm going to beat them. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you've also been warned that competing in them is a very bad thing for the festival. That you're but supposed is it to bad be if running. you turn up and trash the fucking lot of them. <laughs> yeah, <That's what> <laughs> I know what you're saying. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. I also think they go for the fact that it's just like 
the, the Forza fans are probably not worried about moral decisions they do in video games. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's silly. It's an absolutely stupid approach to that because once I've done a few, I thought they were quite fun to do. Mm. And and then the person, you know, that's guiding you through the game was like, well, it's, you know, it's taken me a lot to try and cover this up that you're competing in these things, but, you know, you're going to do it anyway, aren't you? Mm. You naughty you know, boy. It's like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're a naughty boy. You shouldn't be racing, but you fucking are oh, because you love it. You can't. Um, it's a good game. I, I know we're going for like game. two hours and I know it, but fuck it, I've got a question. Like, if they announced another Burnout Paradise, what do you think they would do or need to do that would do diff- do things differently to this? Or do you think this is just another Burnout Paradise done better or no, differently? It's more, arc- more arcadey, and Burnout Paradise had a distinctive um, way of playing online that, that Forza doesn't have. You know, it had those sort of challenges and stuff like that. Burnout, burnout feels totally different in terms of gameplay, um, and they would just need to recreate that burnout paradise feel of essentially a, a very arcadey racer um, in an open world. It was it was an incredible thing to do at the time, and uh, I think there's still space for it. But I mean, they've like pretty much confirmed that burnout's never gonna come out again ever. Mm. Yeah, it's done. I think it's. I mean, isn't Criterion are not doing that sort of stuff anymore? No. Nah. No, sad, but that's that's it. I mean, thank God we've got Forza Horizon because although it's noted notably different to to um, Burnout, it it still feels fantastic and feels you know a little bit similar. So that'll do me for now. It's not trying to rip off Burnout; it's its own thing. But at the same time, it seems to sort of hit scratch the same itch. Um, um, speaking um, of racing, um, just just oh, as a brief aside, someone. Um, on Neil Gaff, who's got a track record in in knowing things and those things becoming uh, true, has been dropping big hints about potential wipeout remaster for PSVR. Oh man, if you ever want to feel sick, like I know, if you felt I'm sick playing drive, like, how could you not vom and play that? But I'd love that to see wipeout come back would be good. Mm-hmm. But who would make it? I never really got on with wipeout. Yeah, I was gonna say wipeout gonna come out because uh, come back because uh, yeah, the team's disbanded, haven't they? Yeah, like, yeah. Liverpool or yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah, Sony yeah but do they own the? Do they own the license? I'm sure Sony do. Well, I don't know. I just I don't know who exactly. Sony would give it to because they got rid of Evolution as well. Because Cody's sumo again, that, sumo racing again. Sumo, sumo could fucking handle it, man. I reckon sumo yeah. would be all right. Every time there's any racing game, and like who could do it, it's sumo. Yeah, I just yeah, say yeah. sumo now automatically. I mean, you I know. don't think I've ever played a wipeout game that I can control. <laughs> it's it very weird thing to get your head around. And that's exactly what you'll be doing Sean. on PSVR. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, let's get some questions in and get the hell out of it. Okay, so we've got some emails. If you want to email us, it's uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. Uh, the first one we've got is, um, Hi guys, last Friday I was watching the Graham Norton show. I realised that part of the... Why? Hey, oh, I don't know. I realised that part of the marketing campaign <laughs> for you? films theatre of music, actors, performers and musicians take part in these interviews and chat shows to talk and advertise their new film show or album. My question is do you think we'll ever see actors or developers from video games appearing on these primetime shows to talk about their games? I realise that uh, that some have Sean Murray for example, but this seems to be very uh, very rare. Do you also think that the game industry needs to focus on breaking through onto these shows to develop more as a mainstream entertainment medium? If so is there anyone currently who has the ability to appear on these types of shows? I'd say no, 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 generally. It happens a lot in America. I mean, um, 
Is it Stephen Colbert? He's, yeah. He seems to be a big mm-hmm. uh, thing f- for gaming on mainstream Co- television. Co- over there. Conan brings one all the time. Yeah, Conan. Conan's got. It's um. I I really like enjoy his um. Uh, you know, idiot gamer stuff. But um, I don't know how helpful that is mm. towards. You know what? What? Um, who who wrote this email? Um, James? Uh, this is from Adam Turner. Yeah, I don't. I'm not, I don't know if this is what the sort of thing that Adam was after because you know, it does poke fun a lot. Um, who is it? They're not. Sorry, come on. Kimmel Kimmel does it a lot as well, doesn't he? He he had PSVR on there like ages ago. Well, have you ever yeah, seen? I think Fallon um, does it as well. Have you ever seen Tim Schafer doing Jimmy Fallon as well? Yeah, because apparently Fallon have done loads. Yeah, because apparently that was like it was meant to be Tim Schafer and Jack Black. Um, brackets mainly Jack Black. Um, and then right. and then basically Jack Black had to pull out, and apparently the producers were like, "Right, well, that's, we need to get someone else." Then, and Jimmy Fallon was like, "No, we're getting Tim Schafer on." Like, apparently, oh, really? apparently, really yeah. push for it. Because yeah. I'm reading the questions now, and I, I um, yeah, I, I, I you don't see it much over here, but I, moment, yeah, but I, I, I see no reason yes, why it can be. Well, well, why, why, why not, uh, James? I don't know. I just the kind of programs that there are, like, I mean, like you said, like Graham Norton. I can't see that kind of thing working on there. It's um, yeah. I mean, you, you don't see you don't see authors that often on Graham Norton. Yeah. No. Um. Let alone game producers. Surely, if it, yeah, if it was going to happen that. in the UK, it'd be less Graham Norton and more Jonathan Ross, right? Yes, yeah. maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, because if you're an American listener, what you uh, might not know about British uh, television is that these chat show things aren't that popular over here, mm. right? It's it, our our equivalent to your sort of chat show uh, stuff that you have in America is, is panel shows and they're a completely different yeah. thing. They're not, um, they're not uh, interview things. They're sort of little game shows, but with comedians taking the piss out of everything throughout. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think, I, I mean, I can't sit on the Graham Norton show, but that's not to say that there's or or was it Alan Carr or anything like that? Um, yeah. I, I can't sit on any, on any of those shows, but as sort of younger talent comes through and takes over from these sort of uh, uh, presenters, I can't see why not mm. that it'll be you know a little bit more of a part of things. I think it's all it's all about the target market, isn't it? Because like stuff like Graham Norton, the target market isn't people like us, really. I don't think. Whereas mm. if you look at stuff like Conan and stuff like that, it's yeah, it is. You know, we would watch stuff like that. And there must be some interest in it. I mean, you look at Go 8-Bit and that's the closest thing we've seen to like a panel show about computer games. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's needed. I think, um, if anything, that's more of an indication of where um, gaming is in sort of the mass market and how it's viewed. It's a reflection of it rather than it is uh, something that will help push it into the mainstream I think it, it'll only appear on these shows when it is truly sort of and it's such a fucking awkward thing to talk about as well because it is you know we've millions and millions and millions of consoles being sold across the world so if that's not mainstream what is mm. uh, but I don't know it's I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think, would like to see more of it, but Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing, I mean, we, this is something we'd need a, a dev's perspective on, but looking at, you know, Sean Murray or to an extent Tim Schafer and the shit they get 
would you like as a developer would you really want to be like yeah fucking get me on tv i want people to know who i am and it's <laughs> well, I think do you know i mean it doesn't you know i think for most people it probably just doesn't even seem all that desirable I don't know. If you turn around to most developers and say you can get your game on the Late Show in America, yeah, it'd be more about the getting the game on than them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, as I say, I think it is happening quite a lot more than it used. To. Well, it's definitely happening quite a lot more than it used to. But um, yeah, I've I've seen a lot of stuff on American chat shows. It just we chat shows aren't really a huge thing over here really are they mm, not Apart the same from way maybe Jonathan Ross yeah but even that yeah, yeah. maybe a bit of chatty man yeah can't see on Graham Norton though no chance okay next one um, we got I went to play Jazz Punk the other day on PS4 but unfortunately I wasn't able to play it not because of the game's quality or because it didn't work but because it made me feel nauseous I could only play it for really? 15 minutes at a time before having to come off, which was a great shame it was a, as it was everything David said on the podcast a couple of episodes ago. The only thing I could put it down to was the bright selection of colours used, for which some reason my uh, my eyes and brain just couldn't handle. I tried tweaking the settings, but to no avail. I had the same problem on GTA Vice City. I could only play it in short bursts of 10 minutes, but I have not had a problem with any other GTA game or any other game for that matter. So my question um, is to you, excluding VR, is there any one game that despite being in genres or series you are normally fine with, you just can't seem to play due to it making you feel sick in a literal sense? That's from Kurt Lewin. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of one. What one? You've never had motion sickness from a first-person shooter or anything? No. Not like I remember. Um, See, the only game that's ever I, made me sick was Alex Kidd and the Lucky Stars, and that's um, <laughs> that that was because I borrowed that off someone, <clears throat> a friend, and then I played it all night because I had to give it back to him the next day, and then I finished it and felt really sick. But I think that was also the colours and the awful music. Yeah. <laughs> the colours I don't get with jazz punk. There's um a weird, I like. I, to me, anyway, it, it, you could tell that the controls didn't really feel designed to be played on a pad, mm. um, and that's because the the f- it's a little bit floaty when looking around, rather than walking. I mean, usually with first-person shooters, people feel sick because there's some sort of bob to the head, right? Yeah. Like, they try and simulate that sort of walking feeling by bobbing the screen or having the hand move left and right as as the guns held out in front in jazz punk it felt that when i was looking up and down there was almost a slight delay from the input to what was going on on screen and also it was a little bit floaty it didn't feel um consistent with what i was doing uh but yeah i i don't really suffer from motion sickness at all as we were talking about last week so yeah i've never felt sick from a game to be honest with you the only thing i can think of is you remember in castle crashes there was a bit where you I can't remember if you were like riding on some deer or something, but you were like charging through a building and someone was chasing after you. And like, yeah, you know, it had, because it's a 2D game, it had a lot of like parallax scrolling stuff going on. But there's this, this one section where it had stuff like in the foreground whizzing past the screen, just like, I can't remember if it was like trees or um, like just like wooden beams, like vertical wooden beams in this building. And for some reason, that, yeah. that fucked me up. Um, I had to shut my eyes. <laughs> like every so often when playing that bit um, but no oh, other, other than that I think that's about it I got a bit of vertigo from um, uh, Uncharted 4 yeah. 
there were a few bits in that game where I was running along and I was on suddenly saw myself on a cliff edge and sort of looked down and my my feet just went Ugh. you know when your feet <laughs> like just it's like a pain <laughs> you know what I mean when, like when you watch those videos of Russian teenagers going yeah, up fuck. cranes and hanging off it's that feeling yeah I had that a couple of times playing Uncharted 4 it was weird mm. I'm surprised at you Matt I thought you'd be throwing up at anything <laughs> no it really is just VR <laughs> Next okay. question. When you get your Nintendo Switches, what will be the first thing you do? Will you head down to an underpass basketball court to play an NBA game with friends or hop on a plane to have a solitary game of Skyrim in peace away from the family? That's from SMW. Oh, probably, probably play, uh, probably play F-Zero. Yeah. Play it. Yeah. Play it in bed. Oh, good. How good How good would that have been if they showed F-Zero in that little video? I just remembered, though. That would have been amazing. Matt was wrong about the card thing. What's What are we going to do about that? Because... I was right. <laughs> well, it's when it's uh, officially announced, right? It's the, the specs haven't been given. Yeah. Surely that's the point. And I was thinking today, what if they said, uh, plus you can like have a 20, tw- for 20 quid, you can get like a CD drive that'll play the Wii U games. <laughs> <laughs> what would you, how, where would that They're fit? Not do well, that. that would never happen because it's not 1997. <laughs> that's true. That's true. On a serious note, um, when you get your Nintendo Switch, when the first time you turn it on, handheld or TV? Um, TV yeah. first time, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And then and then take it to bed and play it a little bit in bed before I go to sleep. Yeah, that works. Yeah, that's what I'm getting with. That's standard. <laughs> uh, next question. Hi guys, do you think Red Dead Redemption 2's multiplayer will be as similar to the original? Uh, a completely separate entity to the single player or do you think the, trades, the trailers and teaser picture showing a large gang of characters points towards a more multiplayer focused story in the style of the Dest- of Destiny and The Division? That's from Matt. Oh, I think it could be co-op. Could be. Like the main story. I think that might be what they're, they're, like what they're hinting to. Maybe the full thing can be played in co-op. That would make sense. That'd be great. That would make total sense, yeah. wouldn't it? I, I'm not sure I'd want to play a GTA, sort of, uh, sorry, a Rockstar game like that. To be honest with you, like I like the fact that it's sep- separated out. I, like, yeah, the I, would, I would appreciate the separation. Player I think. Because yeah, but if they play it right, that could be good. Like if no, I'm playing if it and then Matt can just your, jump in, playing with your mates, it doesn't matter how good the story is because they're going to be chatting shit over all the. Yeah, cuts no, you're right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah that's, totally definitely, right. that's definitely true. Definitely, I definitely. I remember playing like how was it Halo Four? Me is it, is me you and is me Dave and, and Farley. Mm. That's and, right. And I didn't. That was the only Halo game I I just didn't not I didn't listen to one single cutscene. I was mm-hmm. just it was just <laughs> pointless really. I was just playing nothing. Mm. Just. Talking bollocks for hours. Yeah, it does sort of ruin it a bit. God, I can't play. For, I can't wait for Red Dead Two. <laughs> It'll be good. We uh, we switch exclusive. Yeah, mate. Apparently. Book it. <laughs> okay. Capone on, says, um, "Which Nintendo game would most benefit from being in VR?" All the oh, question. It's still his answer. Matt, can you go onto the internet browser using the VR cinema mode? Yes, well, you can do anything. Yeah. Can you go onto a porn site and use the 3D porn <laughs> thing on that? Um, no, there's something about it doesn't quite work, apparently. Fuck! 
Um, Next question. But <laughs> y- you can do other things. Um, anyway, whatever. There's workarounds, I think. I haven't tried it yet. Oh, you got to try that out. Report back next week. Okay. Oh, I'll report back, all right. Record it. Um, like stream I'm not it. stream it. <laughs> stream it everywhere. <laughs> stream it all over your flat. Proper spray. <laughs> right, next question. What Nintendo, what Nintendo game will work? Like, come on, can we just move on? Because this is getting to the stage where it's all getting stupid again. It's good. That, that's my favourite bit. Uh, which Nintendo game? I mean, obviously, there's a Playroom VR game, the the um, Robot Rescue, and that was fantastic. That was just a 3D platformer, so anything. Mario would work amazing. Yeah, Mario 3D they would world. look amazing. F-Zero. They would all look good. Yeah. Surely uh, Pokemon F-Zero. Snap would be amazing. Fucking would be great. Or yeah. roaming Star about Fox. taking pictures of animals. Star Fox. Star, Star Fox, Fox is a fantastic shout. shout. Yeah, yeah. That is a good shout. Or that Warrior Wear. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? No. That'd be terrifying. Next question. Well, you're just saying, you're just saying through... Nintendo games okay, now. We're out of emails, <laughs> although Alex did send an email, but we've it was basically all just about the Nintendo Switch that I think we've probably we've done it all. Yeah. Covered. All right, cool. Okay, tweets. There's not many, so you're okay. If you want to uh, tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Um, Jake Invader says, uh, what's Sean's opinion on Tranmere's 3-0 away win on Saturday? Where does he see his super white army going forward? I mean, my opinion on Tranmere absolutely trashing someone 3-0 is basically, it's like asking someone what their opinion is on breathing, do you know what I mean? It's just it's just something that happens on every day. Um, it's just not even... Every day? It's not even an event, do you know every what I mean? Every Saturday. Every day. <laughs> I think I know how football just works, guys. They play. Army business, how would, it, how would football be a full-time job if it wasn't played every day, idiots? Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's got it here, Dave. That would be good, though, wouldn't it? Nine Just to see how fucked the players were <laughs> at the end of the week. <laughs> like, the games would be absolutely appalling. <laughs> uh, a good answer. Next okay. question. Joshua Garrity says, uh, when you have that rare day completely free to just play games, how long can you go before the existential dread kicks in? I don't know, because that hasn't happened about, like about ever. fucking half an hour. <laughs> I'd say no. I'd say about four hours is my limit before I start thinking, man, I should be doing something else. I get that straight away. Like I really should be like, Jesus, I needed sausage sandwich. <laughs> no, see what happens on those days is I think, okay, I'll make sure the house is like spotlessly clean first because then when when my wife comes what? home, she, you know, when my wife comes home, she hasn't always been playing games with her. I'm like, no, the house is clean, and I do that, and then suddenly it's like, oh fucking, it's four o'clock now. I've like wasted the whole day. I mean, that, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the answer is you should just be disciplined and do the stuff you know you should do first and then play games. But that, yeah, you guys are living life wrong. No, no, no. That's what I'm what saying I, do... I, I can never actually do that. I'm just aware that no. that is the way that's to do the it. right thing to do. But you don't do that, do no. you? You sit down and you play a game at nine o'clock, and then you you get a text from you other half saying, "I'm on my way home," and you go, "Fuck." <laughs> But <laughs> well, then that's such a miserable experience because then you like resent her for getting home, and it's not her fault that you're a fucking nah. lazy prick. I, I, I resent who I want, Sean. <laughs> Don't tell me who I can resent and who I can't, and for what reason. <laughs> I haven't had one of Danes in a while though, so I really want to do that. 
but you know, yeah, it never happened. There was the one one good thing about being really ill at the beginning of the year. I had like four days off work where I just, although to be fair, for two of those days, I couldn't even get out of bed. I sat and watched old Netflix films on. Do you, yeah. Do you ever get laptop. like when you've got like proper bad flu and just even trying to take in a video game like makes you like feels like your brain's like overheating. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking yeah. shit, man. You know you're really ill when you can't even just stick a game on for five yeah, minutes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have we got any yeah. more? Do you want more or do you want oh, to? Come on then. Jesus. No, come on. Let's have, oh, yeah, we've got two okay. more. We've got more than that. Lucas Cage says, uh, do you plan on doing regular gaming streams? We no, do, no. yes. Okay. Here's something, <laughs> listeners. Get on Twitter. Go to at Matt Murray. Oh, I know what he's going to say. <laughs> And tell him to do Dark Souls. He's the only one on the show that hasn't finished Dark Souls. And he knows that that's going to be the most popular stream that he could do. So he's half tempted to do it. He just needs you to tweet him constantly. Set a reminder on your phone daily to send him a message about streaming Dark Souls. Uh, no, it'd, be, it'd be dead easy to do but, as well. You can even use game FAQs. I, I had to listen to David. Like, well, okay, most of the time. No, it's, no, it's... <laughs> yeah, most of the time. You use game FAQs as well, James. I think we all found that out on that show. No comment. Fucking I'm sure it'd be good, but also I struggled at part- on parts of Uncharted, so... You did, but who didn't? Think about Matt, that. you can you do it. You can do it. It's possible. Uh, no, but I, I do definitely want to get back into streaming because I really miss it. Um, well, I've just been fucking busy, but I, I definitely intend to get back into it somehow, sometime soon. Right. Listeners, next question. Yeah, it's at Matt Murray on Twitter. Play, <laughs> just play Dark Souls. <laughs> just everyone, just tweet him that. Just absolutely smash him with those tweets this week. Good. It's really we'll see good. See where we are Matt, next it's week. Really good. I, I know. I do <laughs> want to. I just. Yeah, I'm also nervous. I'm scared about it. <laughs> tell him not to be I scared. Start, I'm gonna have to finish it. And what if I? Also re- tell him to what if it gets really mental? It will get really mental, but that's the point. And then, that's and then the I'm there, like point. playing every single night of like poo and chat, saying, "Just do it," and I'm like, "I can't fucking do it." <laughs> so you should, do, if you were to do Dark Souls, you should just commit two hours a commit to two hours a week, like say on a Sunday night. That would be like pick one day of the week and just play it for two hours. That's all you've got to do, and then you know it'll take you fucking ages, but you'll get there, and then you're not worrying about spending all your life trying to stream yourself doing Dark Souls. That's yeah. the way to do it, man. I mean, I guess I might have overdid it on the Uncharted stuff to like get them all done in like three weeks, but... um, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I, I want to. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, Next please question. get it done, Matt. Fucking love that. Right, Phil Wall says, um, how do you work up the nerve to buy those big ticket purchases like consoles and PCs? I almost always freeze up with the worry. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, I, I instantly... Sometimes. When when I hit order, I feel this horrible feeling in, my, in the gut of my stomach for about a month afterwards. It depends. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm generally pretty good at knowing if I can afford something or not. The, the, the feeling in your gut is when you know you can't afford it and you've done it anyway. And it's like, no, this is fucking stupid. Um, but that's, that tends to not happen very often these days because you've got responsibilities in it. Um, it was more like I think it was more like in my student days where like so your loan came in like every three months something like that rather than just monthly and I just found that it's fucking impossible to budget for and then so I would just buy stuff and then be like actually I've got no fucking bearing on whether or not I could have afforded that (laughs) 
And that was when the worry would set in, whereas now it's like monthly pay. I know what comes in and goes out. I know how much disposable income I've got. Like, it's all in a fucking spreadsheet. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it usually, like, you know, that, that last week before payday is always a fucking slog no matter what. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. See, what? I've got I've got the guilt. I don't know if you you guys have got this, like, with the whole parenting yeah. thing. It's kind of like, mm. you know, I could spend 300 odd quid on a PlayStation uh, Pro. Um, P- PS4 Pro. Um, or, or I could just get really cool toys for Harry for, like, mm. a fucking it's year. It's fine. When they're that <laughs> age, you can just give them, like, a bottle with some stuff in and they shake it. I think it's great. <laughs> You're totally right. You are totally right. <laughs> but um, but try and explain that to the missus. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, I mean, I think like, like it's weird. Like, I, I don't know how often you should address the whole thing of how expensive games are. Like, cause I think if you were to just, you know, if it was to come up every week, it would just be really tedious. But then maybe it like. Maybe you you have listeners who don't have the disposable income that we do, and maybe listen every week, and are just like, "Fucking hell, man! How are they paying for all this stuff?" Like, maybe that's really aggravating to some people. Um, I don't know. I don't know because I think gaming is it feels cheaper now than it used to be, in the sense of you can buy stuff, you know, off Steam or whatever, really cheap, and there's always sales yeah. on all the time. Yeah, I think there, there are, there are definitely much cheaper ways to do it yeah. than they used to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's just we live in a culture where you've got to, you know, like us personally, not like um, saying the role we hear, but sort of live in a culture where it's like you've got to play the latest thing. Mm. You've got to play it now. Mm. <laughs> like if I, I can't believe I've not played Mafia 3 yet and that's and I haven't thought about it anywhere near as much as I did before it came out because it's been out now for, you know, over a week. So now I don't care as much. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pathetic. it's a strange feeling when like I think... Fallout 4 was a big one for me because weeks coming up to it, I was like, fuck, new Fallout's coming out. I, just, I need it. I fucking need it. And then I couldn't afford it. And then I just, and I just sort of rode it out. <laughs> and it was like, after a week, I was like, no one's talking about Fallout 4 anymore. I think, <laughs> I think Fallout 4 might secretly not be that good. And that's, <laughs> and it's fine that I've not bought it and I've not played it. And I know, you know, like if I hadn't bought No Man's Sky, it would have been the same thing, I think. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah no. fucking hell. Literally, no one's talking about that anymore. Quit, I ain't getting back. It's like in terms of the whole guilt thing. What I tend to do is, I like work myself, work myself up. I get super psyched about something. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, this game. I'm watching unboxing videos or whatever. It's like a phone or you know, mm. technology, a console, whatever it is. And then I'm like, get super excited. I eventually say to Jill, "Hey, can I get this?" And she might say, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I suddenly freeze and say, "Oh, actually, maybe I won't get it." <laughs> it's actually that it's actually then when the, when the guilt kicks in <laughs> so I'm like, on, I could actually get us now and now I'm thinking that's a lot of money um, but yeah, yeah I mean I, I, I still knew um, when I was a kid um, there was a friend of mine who like his parents rule was like basically he could have anything he wanted if he still gave a shit Apple? if he gave a shit one month after initially asking for it and I think that's not a bad rule to live by <laughs> Um, it's a bit sadistic. It is a bit, but it was just, but he, like as a kid, even he, he was like, yeah, and I just find that I don't care. Like nothing, nothing bothers you for that long, you know, in terms of want, like, wanting. Yeah, stuff. but that means, as I was younger, I would still be loving Blink's a Time Sweeper a month later. 
<laughs> no one wants that. Mum, can I have a packet of crisps, please? Well, ask again in a month, and we'll see where we're at. <laughs> I haven't eaten for three weeks. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think that's that, that that's something that's still worth practicing. Maybe not a whole month, but just like again, like if a game's coming out, maybe don't go in day one and see if see if the world still cares like two weeks later I never do that's why I always end up playing stuff like Sleeping Dogs now (laughs) (laughs) but that's alright because you you know you've made like a much more like discerned choice in in seeking that out and playing it it was dirt cheap and it was cheap (laughs) so you know that's so tough of gaming because it's all about being a day one and like half the fun of it is just being there along you know when the conversation's happening in day one week one that's yeah like that in Um, and of itself is is worth paying for for some people, yeah. Um, and I, I basically I missed out on Titanfall one because I didn't have an Xbox One at the time. Obviously, Titanfall, you know, Titus two is out very very soon. I mm-hmm. thought, okay, this is the time I'll get Titus two, week one, day one with you know like uh, Chet and John and Dave and everyone else. But I'm thinking I just don't think I'll be able to afford it. And now I'm gonna, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they will be playing it in like six months time. But I'm gonna have missed out on the first six months of learning the game and playing it. And I'll, I'll never love it as much Pretty as they late. do. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. David, I've, yeah. I've told you at the time though, Matt. That. That's Titanfall 2. So hold on, wait. Wait one sec. Um, Matt, I told you at the time, Titanfall's not like that. It's not the sort of game where it, it, you can jump in later and it just still be quite... I mean, I jumped in months after the game came out um, and it's it was still incredible. You, you, it's not like Battlefield or, or you know, no, no, games I'm, where you're it's not, constantly it's learning to oh. level up. You know, I haven't unlocked as much stuff. I just feel like I don't have as much of an emotional investment. If if I was there day one, that's like an exciting time I can look back on and I think about. That. I I cherish that game much more because of that. But because I don't have, because I won't have that, I'm not sure. I just I'll be less emotionally involved. You're a marketing involved in company's wet dream, Matt. You know that. They love people like you. <laughs> I know. Day one, someone got an email. Then next, um, what were you saying? Oh, it was me. <laughs> what <laughs> what was that on? <laughs> Yeah, what were you saying? Uh, no, James? I wanted to ask you a question about Titanfall 2 because apparently it hasn't got burn cards in it. Does that matter to you at all? Yeah, that would be that would be hugely disappointing, but I wouldn't be surprised if they got patched in later. They weren't I don't think they were originally in Titanfall, if I remember correctly. Mm, I can't remember. Not sure. No, they must have been. They must yeah. have been. I'd like to see what they've replaced them with, and it better be fucking good because burns card burn cards were um were a big part burns of Titanfall. Cards, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, no, just pictures of Steve oh, Burns and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Pez, Pez, Pez. Oh, I've got fifty million Pez cards. <laughs> Burns cards, little gag. Uh, is that it? Um, uh, we got one last one from Rich Spurs who says, "Will oh, Red Dead Redemption Two appear on Switch?" No, no. Can I go to bed now? Yes, yeah. definitely coming out on Switch. Okay, um, Matt, do you want to? Have you got anything to talk about this week in terms of internet? Uh, just follow us on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. In fact, yeah, if, if, if you, our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash computer game show, which is where you better watch the video of last week's live stream if you missed it. Uh, you can also email us at the computer game show at gmail.com, and that is about it. And um, remember, you can advertise with this show. Get in touch with us, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. 40 quid, little advert at the start of the show. You can either get us to do it, we'll read it out, like just give us a script and we'll read it out, or you can do your own one and we'll put it at the start of the show. Get in touch, 40 quid. Yeah, Christmas is coming up. You know, if your son or daughter listens to the show, we'll do a Christmas message. Brilliant. 
Plus, we can then use that Not money that. to go. Go on, sorry. Pay for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. We have got a few things that we need to do with money as well at the moment. Um, so, yeah, get in touch. Forty quid. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Thanks. Thanks for living it. You've been delightful. <laughs> and um, I'm, I don't know how uh, excited I am about the feedback over this show because we said some pretty wacky shit throughout. Uh, James being Captain Wacky. It's <laughs> funny. You love it. It's <laughs> I do. I love you, James. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> the goodbyes are always awkward. <laughs> I hate goodbyes.